Hello, welcome to MetroCast. I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it so you don't have to. Today we have an amazing guest, my good friend Quentin. I've known this man for about seven years. Do you want to introduce yourself, Quentin? Uh, I mean, he kind of just did for me, but uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm Quentin. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome again, everybody. This is the second episode of MetroCast. That's how you know it's real is that we actually made a second episode. <laughs> I'm I'm one of your hosts. I'm Leon Dion. You can find me on Twitter at Leon at the Leon Dion, and you can find me on Letterbox at Leon Dion. All right. <clears throat> yes. I. My name is Meredith, and you can find me on Twitter at Meredith Riggs thirty nine, and you can find me on Letterbox if you look up my name, Meredith Riggs R I G G S. Um, I will have all of my info linked in descriptions because it's a lot to remember. Um, is that, I think that's all. I, I think, <laughs> yes, I think that is all for now. All right. Go all right. Ahead. Um, I, I'm, I'm Mark or Crimes and, uh, I'm not opening my eyes right now. And if I, I think if I do at any point during this recording, there might be like three extra weeks of like winter for us because i i don't even i can't even see right now like shit <laughs> holy fuck you still got those eye bugs in there those like what is it the sandman duct yeah i'm going i'm going super chino right now <laughs> oh god and then we've also got dylan yes hi i'm dylan and yeah that's pretty much it. <laughs> Good job. That's so stupid. I know. Thank Boy, you. Mark. As hell. <laughs> well, guys, we're back again for another episode. Um, you know, like, I feel like, you know, once we continue to do this more, it'll feel a little bit more comfortable, but it's also so exciting to actually do a second episode. You know, most of the time you get excited to do a project and you do it once and then you never come back to it. So that that's the motivation to keep me going is that there's actually a second episode. So, you know, it's starting to become a real thing. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. We're official. Yes. The big boy status. Yay. And I'm I'm so happy that we actually got Quentin in early cuz Quentin Quentin messaged me and he's like, "Hey, you got a SoundCloud?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, got a SoundCloud already." He's like, "Dope, link it." And I was like, "All right, dog, let me pull it up real quick." And he found it. <laughs> I and I gave it to him and he listened to it. I, what, how did you listen to it in pieces, Quentin, or did you listen to huh? it in uh this Oh, I I listened to it in whole. Just in so whole. <laughs> Yeah. What a dedicated <laughs> fan. I love it. I stand. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, what is it? About an hour and 27 minutes long, I think, in in um, all of its glory. An hour and yeah. 20 minutes. An hour and 20 minutes, some, somewhere around there. I mean, it was mainly background, but I, it wasn't like I wasn't focused on it. I was like, I think I was playing a game or something while <laughs> listening to it, too. I was just staring at SoundCloud. I hope it was a good game. <laughs> a good I, game I, yeah i hope you were playing a good game while listening to it you know that adds to the experience oh yeah yeah i think it's about the same length as dougal dougal oh, yes the classic <laughs> dougal movie dougal the best movie oh man i gotta watch dougal at some point not enough time in the and not enough time in life to really not watch dougal i guess i don't know i i remember what i remember watching dougal a long time ago I can feel it. There's gremlins out here. 
right. I'm not. I'm not even looking at my screen right now. I just. I can feel that they're on my screen. What the letterbox like, gremlins? Yes, like the the colors are like flashing in my eyes right now. Oh, the one where it says like the website has an error and it doesn't load properly, and then you refresh it and it loads just fine. Oh yeah. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> there was sensitive. there was something I wanted to talk about. Um, and I think we were going to talk about it a little bit uh, on the last episode, uh, was mm. the Joker controversy um, and everything surrounding it, like the whole discourse. Uh, uh, whether it be essay pieces or articles or just discourse over the internet. I think that mm-hmm. it's probably one of the biggest manufactured controversies I've ever seen for any movie ever. Yeah. I think like uh, just so much about it just doesn't really like warrant any sort of real like worry i guess like i just don't f- i don't get that like oh man I'm, I'm too scared to go see this movie in theaters like all these incels it's 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 i've i've seen the film and this is coming from a perspective of already watching it it's not at all worth the hoopla i think that's what i've like, been saying <laughs> it, well, i know like i knew i knew it as soon as dylan was just like yeah this movie's kind of fucking suck i was just like yeah yeah it, but it's it's not great, and it's genuinely... It's a film that really loses itself in all of its homage, and it does definitely feels like it's a lesser version of everything it wants to be. King and of comedy it, it, and what? King, yeah. King of it, comedy and... It gets and very distracting. Taxi and, Driver. Um, taxi Driver. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Quentin already knows my opinion on it, and I've talked to him several times, and we talk about it a lot, actually. Usually, it's, it's, yeah. quite the, it's quite the hot-button issue. Because it's it's becoming a huge thing because of all these these incels and you know the media. Oh, it's not like it's becoming a huge thing. It already is a huge thing. It's still a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, like I, Joker saying the N word. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker N word meme is probably one of my favorite memes floating about on Twitter right now, just because of like what it does to people. I think it's just kind of fun to watch on the sidelines, whether yeah. people embrace the meme or just totally like hate it and lash out against it anytime they see it it always it's always just interesting to see two different sides of the spectrum mm. <laughs> i just how could, how could you say that it's just so interesting to me because i haven't seen a movie like this be so i don't know just like angry just reviled against even though people haven't seen the movie you know it's just it's so interesting to see that and i i just find it a little weird i mean today at uh at one of my local theaters, they already had like three or no, they had two cop cars there and they had like three officers just kind of hanging around the building. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's, it's real now. It's like real. They got everybody worrying now. Good God. Uh, I, I, I don't get it. Like it, it's not violent enough. I think from like what people are like, critics were describing it as it's like oh my god it's, it's game changer it's really not i i've i've seen a lot worse and it's kind of t- i think i think most people are just i think it's mostly just like in how unflinching it's like the violence is and i was saying the same thing earlier today like it the, it's not necessarily gratuitous and you know blood and gore but there's something kind of unflinching about it or just something i don't know it's it's indistinctive enough to like be seen as realistic <laughs> but i th- i think that's like the point is that it's just like t- kind of terrifying mm-hmm. uh quentin well, what, what do you feel about it just kind of a 
whole kind of controversy. I just I think it's a waste of people's time. <laughs> just, they, <laughs> really? hey. just a waste of time. I mean, like people, I mean, I get the, you know, the fear, but I, I don't think this movie, from what it, I what I've even seen, like in the previews, is worth. I don't know. The, all the controversy. I think Joker saying the N word is, you know, way better than <laughs> any of that. I'm trying to think of what movie would actually deserve a controversy like that. Maybe back in the day, like Cannibal Holocaust, you know, where yeah. it actually showed real animals being murdered, or something like Peak Flamingos, where they John Waters has Divine eat a real real piece of dog shit. You know, like something oh like God. that. I still gotta watch that movie. Mm. Movie's amazing. It's. I mean, I mean, movies like those probably deserve a little more controversy but i don't know it just seems like i've never i've never seen a movie where it's like you have to be afraid to to go see it like you should worry about seeing this movie in theaters opening weekend because some drifter or loner or like everyone says incel is going to go out there and shoot up your theater Mm -hmm. it's quite the bold claim I just feel like it's literally I, there's maybe maybe I'm going too far out here and saying this, but maybe there are some people out there who are genuinely waiting for it to happen to justify their viewpoint. Yeah, it it definitely comes off like that. That's just the impression I get, and I also see that people are giving the film more of a backlash because what Todd Phillips had to say about comedy and why he stepped out of comedy. Ugh. Which I, I'm I'm curious to hear. I don't know if any if everyone's heard about that, but basically Todd Phillips had said that he kind of stepped out of the comedy ring because he felt like w- the woke culture was just like, how the fuck do you go about not offending anybody anymore? And it's just like he's like, I- I'm done. I- I'm am d- just I can't do it anymore. So I'm just curious about like how everyone else feels about that. Maybe it's too simplified of an explanation, but like that's the gist of what he was saying. I think it's uh, like just an overall statement that you can understand because there every other week you're getting something new where it's like classic comedian apologizes for set done in like the 90s or the early 2000s or something like that. Eddie Murphy and, being a, a classic example of that with uh, his special yeah. delirious back in I think the 80s or uh, late 70s somewhere around then. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't comply with that and if you don't like apologize or admit, oh yeah, I was wrong with that. Even the fact that you're a comedian and what you're supposed to do is make people laugh and do jokes, but you know people don't get that, I guess. But yeah, well, I mean, what what ta- what people have said to bring up the opposite side of discussion for what Todd Phillips had to say was that you can still have in poli- uh, politically incorrect comedy still today. Like uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is one I constantly see be thrown around on Twitter and even in some articles. And they're like, see, you can still do comedy that's politically incorrect. It's just that people want to say, I don't know, like people want to be racist or people want to say like offensive things for the sake of being offensive. And I don't know if that's necessarily what Todd Phillips was trying to demonstrate in what he was saying. I don't think that that's exactly what he was trying to say. I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like people are taking it. Uh, taking the headlines and running with it and then spinning a narrative and just kind of creating their own perspective on the thing without actually like kind of sitting there and listening to the words and like let it sink in with him that's just the pers- that's just the perspective i get on it yeah I, I i don't know it's it's such a tired like subject in general because it feels like any any 
any like drip that the film could like <laughs> create mm-hmm. the media just sucked on that tight so much yeah i mean quentin this... and i are gonna go see it tomorrow we're gonna go see it mm-hmm. tomorrow morning and i wonder how it'll be because tonight at work because I, I work at a theater it was packed i mean like ton i mean it wasn't packed but people were go- going in droves to see it despite of what people were saying about it whether it be a good movie a bad movie or the like controversy surrounding it it's because it's talked about and it's talked about everywhere it's not just like a twitter thing yeah i mean i don't know it's like on the news was it on the news i mean i don't pay attention to like i'm not i don't watch like the local news but i saw some something on youtube about it being on the news oh well i mean like be careful don't take your kids to the joker well yeah (laughs) yeah it's a rated r movie like why would you take a rated r movie people take their kids to deadpool so i guess it's different it's just different in tone like this is more of a serious uh, character piece I, i agree yeah i don't know it's just so weird to me and like i mean quentin and i are gonna go see it tomorrow so i mean we'll hopefully by the next time talk about it on the next episode but you know mm-hmm. it's uh it, it's it's messy is it a I'll messy movie it's it's um yeah I, I i really agree with what josh lewis says even though even though i don't have the same rating whatsoever he's not wrong at all when saying it lacks some sophistication when it comes to its story mm-hmm. and the way it goes with its thematics and it's very apparent but otherwise it's pretty fine mm-hmm. i mean there isn't anything overtly like oh fuck this movie you know yeah i mean dylan's smoking dick with his like Besides, what, like three star three r3 ironic needle drops <laughs> don't you get or no it's like something bad happens and then right after it's like fucking needle drop that's life by frank sinatra that's life. No, it's it's sending the clowns by Frank Sinatra. Oh, the dummy. needle drop! Oh my gosh! I thought you were talking about Fantana <laughs> when you said needle drop. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh man, Fantana's in the movie. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets he gets shot in the movie actually. Epic. Fantano's, hey, he, he's spoilers! In the what? Post Malone's spoilers. in it too. Ah, dude, why are you gonna spoil it for everyone? Mark? The Rogues Gallery is here spoiler. in this movie. I know, Postman's in Joker, no caps. Spoiled the Joker. (laughs) What, does he look like he still bathes in cigarettes? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's on the subway, he's like, Is he a homeless guy? (laughs) I just keep on wishing that the money made you stay. And he gets, like, fucking beat by, like, 12 people on the subway. (laughs) (laughs) In a scene totally unrelated to the Joker, Todd Phillips just really wanted to show that. He just wanted to beat Post Malone on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just really wanted to show it off. I just the the other thing about the controversy that I, I feel like is like the, I guess the the double side of it, like what you can get out of it, is the memes. You know, you just like I love I love the memes of seven tickets to Joker, please, and it's a bunch of muscly dudes standing outside a theater, a bunch of chads, <laughs> or like the like the usher being like uh, so. You're you're saying Joker by yourself? Oh, <laughs> like that stuff always makes me laugh every time I see it on my feed. They tap your phone. They're yeah, like, we we need to look at this guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on some watch list because I said Joker was funny. <laughs> I said Joker is an epic meme. The one I just posted. Was yeah, so good. At my local <laughs> cinema, seeing Joker, clerk says, "Enjoy your movie. You too." 
Suddenly, police flood the area, get pushed to the ground. An officer puts a photo of Ryan Gosling to my face. Who is he? Tell me who he is. He just... He's just like me. Get dragged away screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is always so good. I, you know, Quentin is a big Joker f- meme fan. I think he's a connoisseur at this point. A, co- a connoisseur. That was before even the Joker movie. That was when, like, this is a society meme sort of thing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is That's a... I mean, Quentin is a dedicated meme collector. Oh, is he? No, 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 that's not me. <laughs> that's Zach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our cousin Zach is a dedicated meme archivist. He holds, uh, like, if you if you were to open up his phone, you could probably find, like, memes that are, dec- like, a decade old at this point. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, he oh, really... Yeah. Well, I mean, he has three phones currently. <laughs> yeah, They're... he does have what three phones. To the other one? I, I, he's got a chat phone. He's got he's got three phones, yeah. all for different points of business. Oh God, yeah, please! One's for oh, memes, my. one's for games, and one's for <laughs> communication. What's his, for... His... <laughs> one is for mobile gaming. This is true. Yeah, and that was the phone I gave to him because he broke his other one, but he continued to use the broken one. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, so funny. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I I can just imagine how cursed that meme phone is. Oh, no, not as cursed as Quentin's uh, collection of uh, Zach memes, as we call it. We call a thing called Zach memes. Zach. <laughs> oh, the folder on Google Drive? Yeah, the Google Drive folder of Zach memes, where it's just pictures of our cousin, my cousin, Zach, and Quentin draws them in a, in, uh, in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty funny, I think. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, and he gets kind of upset at him, but he really likes him at the same time. <laughs> he really does like him. Part. Yeah, that's the best part, really. He's uh, conflicted, and he doesn't know how to feel. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I hate you, but I love you at the same time. What do I do? And that's the thing; he doesn't know what to do, so he gets upset. But then, you know, you know, they inspire him in a way. I think <laughs> he wakes up like every the Joker morning. movie. Like it, the Joker it, movie. I mean, he is kind of like the Joker. <laughs> He is the Joker. We live in a society. Dylan, would you agree that we live in a society? Yeah, Dylan. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, as the other Joker expert here, Dylan, what what would you like to add to the conversation? Yeah, I'm curious, like, because you have seen the movie. You've seen it months early, or a month early, or something like that. Like, less than a month. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. Dude, what? what do you mean? The movie doesn't like, inspire anything from you? Oh, no, it'll inspire the incels when it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> it, it was out today. It came out today, Dylan. Yeah, no, they it had, comes out tomorrow, October they had, 4th. They had screenings as early as 5 o'clock in the afternoon today. Oh, yeah, that's still it's the same. Today. It still is October 4th tomorrow. <laughs> D- Dylan, today's October 3rd. Yeah. So are you saying, like, opinions on the movie or just the controversy? Both, I guess, if you want to both. throw both in. Why not? Well, I think uh, there's only... Well, I mean, the one thing I did have in mind was already said earlier. It's that it's not even a good enough movie. It's, like, not even a good movie. Or it's... What is it called? Shit. It's, like... Oh, my gosh. Let's say by your rubric, Dylan, it were, like, the best movie of the year. It beat out everything that you loved this year. Let's say that it were, like, the peak of peaks. Uh, do you think then... It would warrant conversation for you. Uh, 
Uh... You gave him a scenario he doesn't want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, I don't know. What How do I feel? What is this? Like, I don't know. Claire Denise Joker. I think Dylan's piecing it oh, together. That would be interesting. He's that, like, that, that, that would actually be good then. That would be it, like 10 out French. of 10. French, and then you got that, what is it? Like, all the sensuality. Oh. The love interest is uh, Juliette Bonouche. A little girl or something like that, you know? It's, it's a little girl instead of a grown woman. Yeah. Bro, that's not like no Claire Denis. What the fuck? Joker, <laughs> Joker I've pedophile. Only, oh I've only seen two Claire, Claire Denis films. Yeah, and they're both awesome. Were you about to say Clint Eastwood? They're both epic sauce films, I'd say. Yeah, especially Trouble Every Day. Yeah, that shit's Kino. <laughs> like that's it's that, like that, my, that is... my go-to feel-good film. You know what? You have some weird, you have some weird fetishes, Dylan. Anyways, <laughs> I will... <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mark. Let me yeah. let me uh, let me ask Quentin here um, some questions so we can get like a good profile on on the man, uh, Quentin. Can I ask you what is what is your favorite movie? What's your favorite I mean, movie? Like recently or just in general? You can do both. Why not? Uh, that I've watched recently. Recently, I watched Fifty Fifty. The one with uh, Seth Rogen and uh, yeah, Seth Rogen and um, Joseph sure Gordon Levitt. That's the name. Is it? Yeah, it's Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt. The Don John guy. Yeah, Don John. Right. You're right. You're right. Right. Um, no, I I really like that movie. That's probably my for I don't know. Let's I, what am I have seen this year? Probably next to nothing, really. I haven't heard you talk a lot about like movies that you've seen in theaters. Because I, I I was so busy, and then now I'm not. So now you got all the free time. Now you got all the time to yeah. check out all the movies. Yeah. I mean that that was last year. Black Klansman and Sorry to Bother. You both came out then. Those were really good. Hmm. Hmm. What's that? Hmm. Villain? Or what's that? Hmm. Mark. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like somebody likes their uh their <clears throat> minority cinema, as we call it. <laughs> we call it minority <laughs> well, cinema. We can talk about that. <laughs> we don't guess, talk about that. No, we can. I'll tell you about minority <laughs> film here in a second. Go for it. Oh my God! No. I okay, so you. the mo. The most recent film I saw was Tales of the or From the Hood two. Not, <laughs> oh God! Not not Tales from the Hood one. The the hit two film from the, the sequel. 90s. The the sequel, yeah. The uh, the long awaited sequel. <laughs> Isn't it, yes. is it? Is it Snoop Dogg's Tales from the Hood or is it just Tales from the Hood? No, this one's just Tales from the Hood. I don't. I he. I know he has involvement in the first one. I don't know about this one. <laughs> last last movie I watched with Snoop Dogg was a Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Oh, you see, see that that was quite the experience. Jesus, man, I don't know how you did that. Uh, I, I think, yeah. I watched like I, five minutes of Soul Plane. And I said, you know, life is short. I turned it off. <laughs> life is a uh, short and more important than this shit. And you do the exact same thing uh, to Tales from the Hood too. Yeah, as soon as I like, I was over at your house, Quentin. And I was just like, all right, I'm chilling. You guys are playing some Madden. I, I, you know, I might as well just see what's up with Tales of the Hood too. I booted up and I'm like watching the first like minute and a half, and then this horrible CGI skeleton in flames and like a low res fr- flame comes out, and I say, you know what? You know, I, I you know, I'm really tired now. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. 
Hamayan. Hamayan on this one. And I went. Yeah. To, I, I think I went to bed shortly after. Yeah, I think so. Oh, y'all didn't y'all didn't stay up late vaping your juice? I don't vape ever. Don't touch it. You used to. Yeah. He jewels. Quentin yeah, knows that I have him. a deadly obsession with uh, vaping. Yeah, it's really funny. It's not funny, dude. I've become like a fucking addict. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like crave it. Just when you see it, you crave it. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're kind of closeted about it. I, I'm pretty open about my addiction to uh, the juice. The juice? The num-num juice? I talk about OJ either, you know? I do like his Twitter, though. <laughs> You do like his funny. Twitter. His Twitter is pretty funny. Especially the fake Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the fake Twitter is so good. Yeah, but no, Tales from the Hood 2, not good. Well, what 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 happens in Tales from the Hood 2? Is it, so, an, an, is it an anthology where it's multiple stories in above itself? Yeah. See, I, I believe Tales from the Hood 2 is like Barry Jenkins inspired. Yeah, it's really it's, it's really it's a, it's a lot like his um first film, if I'm being honest. Like it's like Moonlight Spotlight, uh, and then it's it it, it goes off the rail from there. But you know, it's it's so quite you, the so experience. Yes, I've seen thirty minutes of it, and oh, I could minutes. not. Ha- I didn't hate myself enough to continue watching it. Sadly, well, well I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were also watching it with your girlfriend, and she's like, "Let's watch this," and you went, "Okay." <laughs> No, because oh she knew it was bad, and she started it, but fell asleep in it because it was really boring. <laughs> so, so you ended up watching it for her. Yeah, so we finished. She... No, no, she fell asleep the first time. Oh, okay. The first time! So the second time, that's why she wanted to watch it, because she <laughs> fell asleep the first time. And I made her stay awake the second time. Oh, my God. Say, <laughs> bitch, you're watching this with me. I could not do, I could not do Tales from the Hood 2 twice. In a row. In a short amount of time, either. Though, I, I have an idea on how to trick Dylan into watching Tales from the Hood. You could tell him it's gonna... shorts or Spy Kids and then boot it up and he's trapped there. Or, or Death like Proof. Or Death Proof. Side note, Dylan, I really want to watch Spy Kids with you someday. I'll do it. What, that's, yeah. You missed it! We did Spy Kids and then we did shorts. Like, well, really? we did the whole... Yeah, yeah. We, held, we did the whole filmography. God, it was oh, painful. We watched I'm what? So we, made, <laughs> we watched Spy Kids 1 and then we watched shorts. And I was like, shorts is infinitely worse. I yeah. shorts. That's the movie with, like, the... The snot monster. The magic yep, rock. Yeah, the, the magic, magic rock. rock. I had that on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> What does it make a good paperweight? Right, no, that's that's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Oh, now you got Dylan's what? interest. You got you grabbed the man's interest. Now he brought up a, shorts. I was asking if it makes a yeah, good paperweight. Just, you know, um, so I don't good. have it anymore. Oh, you don't have it anymore? Did you lose it? No, we don't have any DVDs anymore. Oh, that's why we moved because like they when threw them all away. Our camper. Oh damn! That's what we had on our DVDs. That sucks, dude. You could have watched uh, instead of saying shorts. You should have been. I've like, seen hey. it more than enough times. I, I'm alright. <laughs> how many times have you seen it? But how many times? But... Yeah, how many times? Um, Do you remember Spike It's Four though? Oh my! I, God. I don't. I I remember the first and the second one, but I don't remember the fourth or the. Third. It's like they go back in time, and then it turns into Twin Peaks: The Return. No, it doesn't. Don't lie. It, it literally does. It does. <laughs> that's that's the only part we remember from that fucking movie. 
I remember Smell-O-Vision because I saw it in theaters and they gave me a card <laughs> and said scratch and sniff and I went, okay. Smell-O-Vision. I've never been to Smell-O-Vision. You've never been to oh, what, Quentin? What? To like the 4D Smell-O-Vision movie. You're not missing anything. It's just a scratch and sniff card. Oh, yeah, that pretty was like much. John Waters and like the Wild Thornberrys movie. Didn't they have, I think the Wild Thornberrys movie had that too. Yeah, John the Waters wild. did that with uh, Polyester. Ugh, mm-hmm. I want to go back in time and do that. Yeah, I don't know exactly, like, if they still exist. Like, I'm sure somebody still has a polyester scratch and sniff. But I'm uh, more, I'm more, you know, as a connoisseur of fine cinema, I'd like to own a Spy Kids 4D scratch and sniff card, really. I'm going to look that up on Honestly. eBay or something. I mean, it's That's the same the... way that they gave out those 3D, uh, what are the, the 3D glasses and the DVDs of Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, I think they were just trying to get rid of them. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I I do know what you're... I remember when I was little, whenever we rented it from Blockbuster, the case came with, like, little folded-up plastic, um, like, 3D glasses. I didn't know that Blockbuster would actually give out the 3D glasses in the rental. That's kind of insane. I know. That's probably why they went broke. Yeah, I feel like you were supposed to return those, but I kept them. I kept them, yeah, me too. Maybe like, would you like to recycle this? Fuck no, I want these. I want to keep them. I want to look like the one guy from Back to the Future. Oh my god. I'm not even shitting you, I used to do that on purpose. Biff's goons. Yeah, it was like one of Biff's goons, he just had the 3D glasses on all the time. He did, and I I loved that. I always thought it was quirky, and I was like, I want to be like him when I grow up. I want to be quirky. (laughs) I want to be a cute girl. I want to be a quirky. I want to be a little quirky girl. Cool kid. She kind of quirky. Like a visco. Kind of quirky, just a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Just a little bit. Quentin, um, Mm -hmm. I remember. Do you remember seeing Jurassic World one in theaters? No, because it was kind of a forgetful movie. (laughs) (laughs) What? I remembered that you were so excited to see it. You were like, "Oh my god, a new Jurassic World or a new Jurassic Park movie." Mm-hmm. You were so excited. I remember you. You were like genuinely excited. And when we bought our tickets and you got your popcorn, you sat down. I I looked to the like to the left of me. And I'd never seen a man like hit, all the color from his dr- face just drain so quickly. He grew up that day. <laughs> he really did. Yeah, I really don't remember. Um, I, I mean, I remember the movie, but I don't remember the experience. I remember the experience, and I remember the movie, too. I remember that uh, my brother fell asleep because he said it sucks, and he went to bed. Yeah, same with the original <laughs> Jurassic Park, but... You know. Yeah, Jurassic that's right. Park 2. I say that Jurassic Park 3 is better than Jurassic Park 2. I like Jurassic World 2. That shit's great. Honestly, it's like masterpiece. Yeah. It's subversive masterpiece, honestly. No, stop. It is, though. It's like high art. See, Quentin is a fan of the Jurassic Park series. I mean, like, the guy loves Jurassic Park anything. I mean, and he doesn't even like Jurassic yeah. World Fallen Kingdom? I haven't seen it. Oh. <gasps> yeah. Boo. What was that? I excitement? know, the third one's coming what? out soon. I know. It's going to be, like, the best thing ever. You saw the short, didn't you, Quentin? Yeah, I saw the short. That was actually really good. I haven't seen the short yet, but I've heard it. Is it short? Yeah, it's only like eight, ten minutes, maybe. Yeah, it's battle at it's battle, battle at, at Big rock. rock. Yeah, Big Rock. I know it's got Battle a, of Aglers. It's got an Allosaurus and a Tyrannosaurus, yeah. right? Yeah, it has an Allosaurus and then uh, Nasutoceratops. I think it's called. Yeah, that's what it says right here. 
Sounds like uh, a degree somebody could have now. Yeah, no, it's only eight minutes, but it's pretty good. I liked it. Would you actually, would you go see Jurassic Park uh, 3? Or Jurassic World 3? Yeah, but I'm going to watch the other one first. You have to watch all three of them, though. In, in the, like, like in sequential order? Yeah, in sequential order. Yes. So really, you should start with Jurassic Park 1, then then 2, then 3, and then go to World, and then World 2, and then go see World 3. World 2 is a... It's quite the thing. It's quite an experience. I mean, I, I know the story. You, you know that dinosaurs run around in a house? I don't know. Well, like no, gremlins? Yeah, yeah. Like gremlins, oh my gosh. Yeah, like they're gremlins. trying to sell them for world... Like, some sort of trade or some shit like that, right? Yes. Money. Yeah, I know the third one. They're bringing back the original cast, for the most part. I know, that's super cool. Yeah, Sam Neill looks like so uninterested. Because <laughs> Sam Neill would I... rather work with John Carpenter. He's like, where the fuck's John? John, where are you? And John, John, like, John Carpenter says, yeah, I'm too busy playing NBA right now. <laughs> Steps out from the shadows. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, dinosaurs? <laughs> fucking Swifts takes a huge ass sig from his fucking pocket. <laughs> How do, I forgot how he sounds. I know he sounds really bad because he's a fucking addict, like an actual nicotine fiend. Yeah. Battery's over his, uh, what is it? I don't know, his production studio and is always like making music in the shadows. He's making music. He's like David Lynch. Except, you know, the basic bitch of Lynch. <laughs> Lynch just makes like fucking weird at. He makes like scraping metal and he turns that into a fucking song. Yeah, I've never listened to Lynch's music though, so I have no comment about it. It's it's very odd coming. It's it's even odd for Lynch. I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you, Meredith. Like, uh, you you are familiar with Jurassic Park two or Jurassic World two, right? Is that why you were like getting all anticipated about it? Oh no, I just feel like I, I just want to give him crap for that. Uh, no, I've seen the first <laughs> one. I'm I'm really weird about this. I've only seen like the original Jurassic Park, and then I saw the Jurassic World, like the first one. That's like all I've seen. Oh. So I'm kind of a mess. Yeah, I gotta see the rest like... of them because I I like them, but for some reason I've just like I've never seen the second or third of the original one. So I kind of do that. The third one is the one where they're on the like in Manhattan or something, right? Uh, no, the that's third? the second one. Yeah. Yeah. The third one is with the where they go to the island and the big spinosaurus kills the T Rex and they crash the plane. That's my oh, favorite. Oh yeah. That's my oh, favorite that's of the sequels. Really? That's yeah. the worst one? No! Said, that's, that's the worst one. <laughs> no, that's the best one. <laughs> Dude, Sam is like a fucking terminator in that movie. That man does not quit. Yeah. <laughs> you sold me, I need to watch this now. He said, yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> Dude, it's still when, ass. when they go to the pterodactyl den, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. I'm ready for this adventure. So, I mean, I had them all on DVD, but I remember watching that one specifically on Cartoon Network. Yes. Oh, do you? I remember that. I remember staying Wait, up late to watch it because Cartoon Network, for some reason, did uh, like programming for it. They showed Jurassic yeah. Park 3. They had actual movies when they weren't just showing reruns of Scary Godmother, The Revenge uh, of Jimmy. I remember Scary Godmother. I think that that's one of the first movies we all watched it to bond together. Scary God. 
<laughs> Scary Godmother 1 and 2. We had to do the duology. The marathon. It was, see, it was quite the influential, like, thing, you know? Like, I heard Tarkovsky got some influence from Scary Godmother. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, because, you see, the, the moral implications of Jimmy's character is really <laughs> it's quite a... a statement on the societal consequences of the then time. So It's quite an interesting character piece, I must say. <laughs> it's, it's Joker-esque. Quentin. Mm-hmm. All right. When you go see a movie, what are you looking for? Because I've always been curious, like, what exactly draws you in to go see a movie instead of, like, just waiting a few days and then streaming it when it comes out, like, on a HD rip or something like that? Shit, I don't know. You just go see... That's kind of a rough question. I don't... The subject matter kind of depends on if I'll go see it or not. Yeah. What, what What kind of narrative draws you in, though? The most? Yeah. Uh, comedy movies, kind of. I don't know. I just I like movies where I can just sit there and just not pay attention and still get the story. That's my favorite part. Okay. All right. What are your just thoughts like on dumb movies? What are your thoughts Family on Jonah Hill? Oh, oh my what? god, Jonah uh, Hill. Are you pro Jonah Hill? Like 2019 Jonah Hill or super bad Jonah Hill? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the eras of Jonah Hill. <laughs> I mean, there's the fat era, and then there's his now era. <laughs> his, uh, now his now era, era is... Um... It's even better. What's he been in? Fucking Beach Bum. Uh, Wolf of <laughs> Wall Street. <laughs> that, that, that was awful. His performance in Beach Bum was like the worst thing about that movie. No, it's not. It's one of the best things about that movie. He said, You wasted your talent on money and booze. <laughs> Did you know you have a drinking problem? Moon and then dog, he sounds baby. like a drunk... Moondog, baby, you wasted all your talents on drugs. He's like, ah, oh. like a Jew. He's like, oh shit, baby. Oh shit, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. He's like always holding the giant ass phone with him in this fucking tourist shirt, and it's just like, shit, Moondog. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> like it's just, it's so you good. You wasted your talent on money and booze. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I get you way sidetracked with that question, but it just came to my mind. I was like, God, I, I just, it was a very hot <laughs> pressing question. I mean, I haven't seen any really recent stuff that he's been in, but what I have seen, I do. I, I think he's kind of funny. So, uh, Oh, did you ever see uh, Mid-90s? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, I don't think... I don't remember. I I, I really don't. I, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest like movie buff. I do enjoy movies, and I love watching them, of course. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you guys all kind of review them and stuff like that is kind of my understanding, correct? Try to, yeah. I, yeah, we all try at least. Yeah. The, that's not really my cup of tea. I like to go and kind of... I don't like to nitpick my movies. That's, for lack of better word, that's mm-hmm. kind of why I like the easy-to-watch ones. Okay. And there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I just It's just not my style. That's why I enjoy watching awful movies. That's my favorite <laughs> thing is just seeing how, like, bad a movie is so you're a trash connoisseur okay awful movies are amazing i'm just gonna agree with you on that yeah, oh, yeah. like the room that i mean oh yes. my god oh, i love that's i gotta love be my the room. favorite movie so good it's kind of my favorite movie no <laughs> flex, but... yo you should tell them your story about seeing um the disaster artist and trying to see the room as well oh jesus <laughs> so 
Oh, oh, so we went to this theater, me and Jordan, so Anthony's little brother, Leon's little brother. Um, and we, we go there and they sold out or they sold like pre-sale tickets and we bought them. And when we get there, they're like, they sold way too many. Um, so we weren't able to see the room in theaters. So they basically, you know, gave us another ticket for the disaster artist and said, all right, we'll see you in a week or two or whenever it comes out. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up going back to uh, that theater whenever it came out and seeing it there. What was the experience? Yeah. I was going to ask like, what's the experience like seeing it, uh, the disaster artist with all like just a full audience. Oh, everyone was cracking up. It it was a good time. And then they gave us like a, a shirt and a pen that says Tommy's World on it. And oh yeah, I got that one too. I remember. Yeah. And um, just stickers and stuff like that. Yeah, when whenever they had the disaster artist coming around, they screened the room for everybody, like a free screening. Uh-huh. And I was lucky enough to go, and there was um actually Lisa from the room. Holy the shit. The actual really? actress. Yeah, we all took pictures with her, and isn't she, she was the, like, "Isn't she like the stuff. hardest one to get a hold of for all those screenings?" Yeah, apparently she lives in my city. Huh? Wow. Oh my gosh. She kind of like secluded herself. She was even telling us she was just like, "Yeah, see, I just kind of got out of the spotlight, and I mean, I just live here." And she she didn't even like get invited formally. Formally, <laughs> she just the screening online. I was just like, "Okay, damn, that's that's crazy." I saw the room. I feel like I think I've told you guys that, so I won't like go away into it. But I saw it um, in St. Louis about two years ago, and Tommy was there, and I met him. And I hate the picture that I, I'm texting on Facebook somewhere, but I look really bad in it, so I like didn't share it that much, which is a shame. Um, but it was supposed to be a midnight screening, and it didn't start till like two in the morning, and it was worth it. But I was like almost asleep, but everybody was like throwing spoons at the screen. That's right, and, throw spoons like, at these, the screen. Like, blow up football thing like they like like beach balls but they were footballs and whatever and like people were just like i don't know they were just like riff tracking it and stuff and just talking over it and i don't know it it was it was a fun experience but some people probably get pretty annoyed like if you don't like the whole commentary thing mm-hmm. but oh, yeah yes lisa the like i want to see lisa so that'd be so cool how was meeting tommy <sighs> i mean I don't know. I, it was probably like, oh god. That long sigh inspires a lot. <laughs> it only lasted. <laughs> I love this Twitter. Have you seen this Twitter? But it lasted like a few seconds. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, I was with two friends, and mm-hmm. he, it was just sort of like, "Hey, how are you?" And we all like gathered up and got a picture, and that was about it because there was a long line. Um, they were, but when before you got to meet him, they have this merch table. And he has this guy that, like, I don't know, I guess it's, like, his assistant or something. But they sold, they were selling, like, I can't remember what all was there, like, t-shirts. But his signature is that he sells underwear. And I actually have a pair of it. But my friend got it for me and my friends, like, a couple of Christmases ago. And it took, like... A Tommy like, Wiseau thong. <laughs> I'll show you guys. I have it somewhere. I'll show you them. But, like, not on mine. Yeah, he has his website link and everything on Twitter about them. I okay. thought about buying some. They look kind of comfortable, to be honest. <laughs> they do, they do. But they showed like the they're the, he has like a really awkward commercial for them, and oh, the guy who's yeah, like the guy who's in it was there, and um, it was I don't know, it was a weird night because 
the friends who I went with, like, the, were all in the picture, they met him, they decided, they, like, it, it felt, like, really dramatic, but they decided they ditched me, like, they were gonna go watch it with me, and then they decided that they didn't want to watch it, so they were like, yeah, we're just gonna meet him, we're gonna leave, and I don't usually get really, like, pissed off or anything but for some reason i just got on i was like you guys i was like you guys were coming with me i was like why are you doing this like we stood we stood in line like i can't believe and i don't know i think i was really tired and i was i almost went off on them and i was like whatever um but then they ended up actually meeting him tommy and his assistant or whoever at this diner there's this 24-hour diner across the street and so after tommy did his intro at like two in the morning before the movie he like apparently ran off and like I hung out at this this diner, and so this my friends had this however like hour long meet up with him unofficially, and I was just like, I don't know, I was low key kind of jealous of them, but I was I I kept I just told them I was like, no, it's worth it. Like I'm glad I went to the screening. I found new friends. It was great, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't need petty. y'all anymore. Yeah, I know. I was really petty. Like there were a couple of really nice guys who like. I ended up sitting like in the back for a few minutes and then I was like, I, no, you know what? I'm going to go like, I'm going to move up. I want to get closer to people. And so, yeah, mm. I sat by these two cool guys and they were awesome. Uh, yeah. So super boring sounding, but it was a very eventful night. No, it's an interesting uh, story. I mean, what was Tommy like in person? Like, did he, was he like, oh, you like my movie? I don't know. Why I, made movie. Him, I don't know why I <laughs> yeah. made him sound like that, but yeah. He seemed cool. I can't honestly can't even remember exact, which is weird because I feel like I feel like I would have remembered an encounter with him. He's such an alien. So, yeah, it was so short. I think that's why it was just like we. I mean, it was. I barely had any time to like process. I was just like we were like by the time I saw it was him, we were like lining up for picture, and I was like, oh. Um, but no, I did notice like he had his signature like however many belts like he wears like six belts or something at a time, and it's cracks oh, yeah. me up. Um, but no, it's weird. Besides that, like I don't, I don't remember. It wasn't like we got to talk to him for like five minutes or ten minutes or something. Which I don't know. But I'm like, I was like, whatever. It's cool. I met him. It was him. more of like a hello, and then that was it. It was very yes. It was Goodbye. very meet and greet, like long <laughs> lines, and people were getting people were getting like pissed off because, like I said, it was it 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 was like two hours late, and we were standing in line for how many hours, and. I don't know. And then I also remembered that just like there was some guy hawking spoons. He was like selling people spoons in line. It was a big wraparound line outside the theater. And because everybody, it's just like a tradition where you throw plastic spoons. And so some guy, like, I don't know where he got him, but he had a humongous bag of spoons and he was selling them. Like, I don't know how many of them, but he was making people pay for like a dollar. And I was like, it's not a bad idea. He said, let me get a dollar general real quick. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Turn a a profit. Turn it. Got at least $200 that night. Yeah. Selling spoons. (laughs) But that's what you, apparently, it's like, it's like a tradition. Like you throw, you throw a spoon every time. Um, There's like a picture frame that they have in the, their apartment. And it's just literally like a picture of a spoon. And that's when you throw it every time you see the picture. So. That's where it um, comes from. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not to go way off on the room. I probably could say like so much more about that, but that was, yeah, that was, it was very interesting. I'll try to link at some point. I'll have to send you, I, I made a blog post about it. I took some pictures and stuff. It was mm-hmm. really interesting. Imagine um, meeting Tommy Wiseau at a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I I know, can yeah. you pay for my meal? <laughs> can you, can you yeah, pay for my meal? 
I, I need to, I want to, like, I'll try to ask, I want to do, like, I, I almost want to do an interview now or something with, like, my friends that met him because they were, they were just, like, I don't know. They, they, they made a lot of comments and, like, they, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have, have, have to get them on sometime because there's, I'm sure there's a ton of stories. And, yeah, no, I, I was, I was definitely jealous of them, but I was, like, petty enough where I was like, no. Like, no, no, I'm not jealous. Know? I'm not, <laughs> not crying. No. You're crying. No. <laughs> But no, I was like, no, honestly, was like, the screening was worth it. It was definitely, I would definitely do it again. Like, yeah. even if it's, it's like 2 a.m. But that's really cool, though, that you got to meet Lisa because that's just, I don't know, it's different. Everybody sees Tommy, but it's just, I think that would be cool to have, like, meet another cast member. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Quentin. I did meet the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I was going to say, like, Quentin, what if uh, one day, you know, you, you took your ancestry test, right? Let's say that you find out that Tommy Wiseau is like an uncle of yours. How would you feel? Uh, I mean, I did take my ancestry test. Yeah, let's just say that you found He's out. Not. Let's just say that he was, though. Hypothetically what a speaking. Disappointment. Hypothetically I, I mean, speaking. I would try and contact him, obviously, so you know I can get some of this awesome clothing line he has on that website I linked. Some of that <laughs> nice drip. Yeah, some of those long yawns he sells. <laughs> <laughs> It's but, like, oh, Quentin, my nephew, I love you so much. My, my, my. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty epic. Let's go throw football like American. Dylan, yeah, we can go play football. Dylan, now oh, what? What you think about all this room? What do you think about room? Starring Brie Larson. Nah. Yeah, what do you think about the room, Dylan? Nah. <laughs> all right. <Shut> anyways. <laughs> Uh, Quentin, what other bad movies do you love? Like, m- like movies that are bad that they're good, or just movies that are just generally bad that you enjoy? Um, I think we I can't watched... think of any off the top of my head. I think we watched really? Birdemic together one time. That's just painful. That's... <sighs> yeah, no, that wasn't. That wasn't. Yeah, that that one wasn't good. It <laughs> wasn't t- fun either. You're telling me you didn't have fun watching the uh, Birdemic? You know, shock and no. terror. It's it's like Aragon for me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let me fill up my car. Yeah, I got I go to work and then I put gas in my car, and it's like it's so it's so like meaningful, guys. A billion like... dollars. Billion. <laughs> and everyone gets a share. Everyone. Oh my god. And then they do like a like a two minute long scene of people clapping. <laughs> that that marketing campaign was more interesting than the entire fucking movie. Didn't he go around it, and it just was. post like posters of the movie? <laughs> no, he was yeah, he was going around with like um a his... birds attached to his car. <laughs> like a minivan or something, yeah. Yeah, it was like a minivan and there were birds on it. <laughs> That's And they all hilarious. looked like they were like what are the what's the term when they get like stuffed? Uh taxidermy. Uh, taxidermy? Yeah, all the birds look like they were taxidermied. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's um, great. Those images are amazing. And they're I, taking on, like, flip phones. I find it interesting that you say that you don't like, uh, like, I, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe this is, like, too much of an overstretch, Quentin, but, like, super complicated movies. Because I remember we watched Synecdoche, New York together, and we both really enjoyed it. I'm not saying I can't enjoy a really complicated movie. I'm just saying, like, preference-wise, if I was to go to a theater in Synecdoche, New York, and, I don't know, 
Blended was there. I'd probably go see Blended. Go see just... Blended. Blended. What a Chad move. That's that's the Chad move. Oh, should I watch this little virgin movie about this sad boy? Now I'm gonna go watch Adam Sandler fucking Drew Barrymore for like the fifth time. Blended's hilarious. What's it? <laughs> it's just, it's peak Adam Sandler, really. No, peak he Sandler was fifty first. Fifty First Dates was Pink Adam Sandler. No, it's not. Don't lie. Yes, it is. It's so good. Quentin's an it's Adam so Sandler good. expert, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe Pixel was his peak. <laughs> <laughs> you're, oh one of, you're one of these new age fuckers. Huh? <laughs> new, I, you know, I prefer right. new age Sandler over old the age new age Sandler stands. God. Oh yeah. Jack. Like, oh yeah. Jack and Jill is great. Duncan Chino. Dylan loves oh, Duncan Chino. Oh, Jack and Jill oh, is like... Dylan loves Jack and Jill. That's like his favorite movie. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's so, cinema right so there. So would you watch something like Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, or would you say, give me another Jack and Jill, please? Give me another nah, Jack. I want another click. Can we get a second? <laughs> <laughs> Is Click no. good? Is Click good? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Click. What I do you all think? Like that? It's it's quite a it's the it's a quite a genre bender. I mean, because oh, wait, I've seen Murder Mystery. I forgot about that. The, I mean, Murder Mystery, the new Netflix one, right? <laughs> what yeah. about the Cobbler? I haven't seen that. The one where Murder he, Mystery wasn't good. The one where he pretends to be someone else's uh, husband and have sex with the wife. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's very Chad move. God, this is an actual thing that happens in the movie. Yeah, isn't like Steve Buscemi his dad? <laughs> yes, and he like dipped out on him as a child. He's God. he's constantly been wearing somebody else's shoes. Quentin. Oh, uh-huh. spoilers, dude. Oh yeah, spoilers for the Cobbler, the 2014. Oh yeah, movie. the movie that everybody cares about, Dylan, right? I love. It. Yes. <laughs> Dylan loves the Cobbler. He's a fan. He has a poster he- in his room. He has a poster in his room, all for himself. <laughs> like, cause, I oh, can't believe you guys are missing out on the best Adam Sandler film, my god. What, what is, is that? It? Your big couch. What is it? The big couch. 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 Oh, the one couch. with Paul, Thomas, by Paul Anderson. Thomas Anderson. Or it's, or it's just a long fart joke. Pretty exactly. much. It's like five exactly. minutes long, isn't it? It's too... Well, yeah, basically... And it's just like Adam Sandler sits on a couch and it's like a fart. Yeah, it's like the best thing PTA ever did. <laughs> PTA you know made what? a fart joke, and that's the best. No, thing. Fa- Phantom Thread was essentially his fart joke. It was just yeah, that's yeah. It's or it's like couch, Phantom just the Thread. prequel to Phantom Thread. It's oh. the prequel to Phantom Thread, literally starring Adam Sandler. Yes. Can I get five scones? Or no, hey, no, shit. How would Adam Sandler say it? Can I get five scones? Hey, buddy, can I get five scones <laughs> here for me and my family? Five scones? My, my family's starving. And then, like, it would be Adam Sandler dressed as, like, his sister or, so, or his dad. He'd be like, Jimmy, what did they say about the scones? Don't worry, Dad, I'm getting the scones. I'm getting your fucking scones. <laughs> like, it'd be something like that. <laughs> Hey Jennifer Aniston, you want some scones? Uh, no, I'm okay. She wants some scones. No, really, Adam, I don't want scones. I'm good. <laughs> All right, we'll make this it is... seven scones. Seven scones. <laughs> two for me and two for the lady down the street there. Right here. Hey, the lady down the street wants some scones too. Well, fuck. 
Ah! That no, Adam doesn't say fuck. He says that's the bad word. Oh, he, oh frick! Oh, oh I've watched only fifteen percent of his movies, but I mean, hey, I'm, I'll, I'll get there one day. <laughs> and then Kevin James is the person making the scones. Oh my god! <laughs> this could be a movie. <laughs> We're pitching the next Sandler film. Happy Madison, I hope you're listening because I think we have your next big project. <laughs> Adam Sandler plays as uh, I don't know, like we'll call him Derek, and Derek's like a nice family man because Adam Sandler usually has to be the family man. Uh, the he, family man, yeah. And then he runs into Kevin James who is the scone maker, and he's taking his family out after doing Sunday Church, and they're that getting sounds, some scones. Sounds like a mythical, t- a mythical title. <laughs> Sunday scone? The- Scorned another day? Score, score another scone? Another day. High another sc- day, another scone? Yeah, something like that, and like Kevin James wrongfully does Adam Sandler and his family by making these awful scones that slowly, like, make him sick and he's like hey buddy where'd you put these scones you're making me sick <laughs> where'd you put the scones and kevin james is like i don't know man just, i don't know i just put some stuff in there i don't know i just put some i just i just made it scones and he's like whoa fucking dying over here <laughs> my sister's got bunions oh god my bunions oh they're kicking in <laughs> damn my shoes Derek, you gotta help me with my shoe. Oh my god, Derek, please help me. <laughs> Derek. And then she farts and then she crushes a pony. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what an awful idea. I don't think you mean awful idea. Yeah, you're right. I, I think it could be similar to Zookeeper. I <laughs> no, no, this is a long-awaited Don't Mess With The Zohan sequel. Oh my god. <laughs> Quinton, oh what what is like what is your favorite Adam Sandler? I'm, I'm I don't know if I already asked that, but I'm like, what is your favorite Adam Sandler? Like movie? Yeah, sure. Uh, I could ask. Drunk Love. That's a good one. Oh, I, was, yeah, I know. I'm an like, actual good movie. Yeah. Wow. I was hoping it's for no something. with stories. Fuck you, you Noah Baumbach, fucking hack. Don't you hate Noah Baumbach? <laughs> I hate Noah Baumbach. I was asking Dylan. No, I like him. He likes him now. Now he's like, oh, Marriage Story's so good. Everything else, like, misunderstood. No, I've always liked him. Just, like, Marriage Story's this M piece. His masterpiece. What he'll be remembered <laughs> for. Everything except, like, what is it while we're young is good. What? No, it is not. Yeah, that's how no, I was saying. Everything not. but while we're young is good. No, and I'm saying you're wrong, because everything's not good. Yeah, everything is good. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. His his only I character. Mean, have you seen Meyerowitz stories? Pri- privileged white film oh. grad. Privileged white film grad who's like, oh yeah, my family, and then like, yeah. Wait, you're telling me you don't relate to that story because I do. <laughs> I see when I see Greta Gerwig on 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 film, and I see her on the on. On any Noah Bobback film, I'm like, that's me. I am. I'm Greta Gerwig. I, I'm so quirky. I, I am Greta- I'm so quirky. I'm so quirky. Um, Quentin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna ask you, like, what's your, what was your favorite film going experience? 
besides besides the uh the disaster artist one i mean i i could have sworn we've gone to see a movie together um like you you me and the boys and like you guys dipped out for a second and we're just dicking around i was <laughs> oh yeah dancer in the dark that's the movie we saw in theaters to watch dancer in the dark we watched dancer in the dark in theaters and then i think quinton said yeah i'm fucking done he got up and left <laughs> that's not no. a movie with that's not a movie for the homies let's be honest here yeah no the homies we all went into the bathroom and someone left their coffee cup in there and zach threw it across the fucking room and it <laughs> splattered all over the toilet yeah, see, see, see leon was in there watching fucking lars von Trier cinema and they were in there taking swigs out of the coffee cup I got so pissed off. I was like, fuck, you guys better fucking stop. I was like, actually really mad. Yeah, no, you were upset. That yeah. was after I left, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was really pissed. Yeah, I can't, that's like the cruelest trick you could play. Hey, let's go watch a movie. Dancer in the dark. I didn't know. I didn't know it would be the way that it was. Come on. I, you can't blame it's me. It's a large one. Try or, I do blame you. No. Quentin was into it at first. He's like, yeah, this is kind of nice. And then he heard Bjork Ooh. sing, and he's like, no. <laughs> Bjork is... Bjork is going Bjork away. singing is what's, like, talking away from that? What the fuck? I don't, I don't remember why I left. <laughs> he's like, I, I just don't want to be there. I think as, that as, soon as, as soon as, like, the blind woman started trying to shoot the one dude, I was like, oh, God. I'm like, yes, give me more. <laughs> give me more <laughs> of this cruel humor. Suffer, suffer. Yes, exactly. More. Good God. Uh, I don't know. You can do a recall. The last episode, Nightcrawler. That experience was great. Oh, uh, you were. Wait, you were oh, that's right. You were the one that went and saw Nightcrawler with us, and we got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it? I think shitty theater could have used. Might it. have been another friend of mine as well. I think there might yeah, have been. Like, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He's, there was someone else there as well. Yeah, okay. we do. We do have a voucher. Leon is not a capper. I'm not a capper. No, this is he, true. He's he doesn't cap. These are true stories. Quentin, what's your favorite movie snack when you go and see a movie? What is the first thing you go up to the stands and say? Uh, they're like, "Hello, sir. How can I help you today?" And you're like, "Hello. Can I get a large and large popcorn? A lot of butter." Uh, it's always a, a drink for me. It's always mm -hmm. a drink. Yeah. Oh, so you're one of the people who pisses during movies. No, I can hold it. What if it's a I big, can't. What if it's a big movie, like three hours long? Yeah, what it. if it's Avengers Endgame? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? <laughs> what? Well, it's better. It's best. That's Yeah, it's perfect time because nothing happens in that movie. <laughs> Everything happens in that movie. <laughs> oh my god, I missed it. Oh, that hit that hit different. Video. Holy fuck! You could just like leave anytime in Avengers Endgame and come back, and you wouldn't miss a thing. Leo. That's not true. Yes, it is. Damn, that killed Crimes over there. Oh, he's he's dying. I think you actually put him on. You put him on life support. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the second one either. Infinity oh, or Age of Ultron? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can skip that no. one. That one sucks. Oh my god, oh, I'm man. hotboxing my room right now. This is an awful idea. <laughs> Wait, are you are you doing the V word? Do you mean vaping? the W word? No, vaping? no I'm not. I'm, no, the juice, the weed. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing the juice. Well, well I'm doing the THC juice. Yeah. <gasps> Mr. Oh Mark. my god, this is a bad idea. Doing it while I'm sick. God, <laughs> I already can't breathe. <laughs> oh, your poor insides. <laughs> my poor throat. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is an experience. I wish we were all together right now. I need to go Not get some I water. Like... <laughs> I don't revel in your pain right now, but this is just really entertaining. Fuck! <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I need to get water. <laughs> Quentin. Yeah. All right. Let's let me create a scenario for you, all right? And I'll I'll paint the picture, and you imagine the blank canvas, and I fill it in with each meticulous brushstroke, okay? Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> okay, let's say that you're seeing a movie, right? You're going to the theater. You walked your way down for some reason. You didn't take your car, so you walked all the way down to go see this movie, okay? Now, let's say uh-huh. that there are five movies playing at the theater, okay? Now, each of these movies are different movies that you've seen in the past before, but for some reason, something is different about them. It's either the day is different or the movie posters look a little odd, okay? Now, let's say that the five movies that are playing are Nightcrawler, Jurassic Park, Two. Let's just say Jurassic Park Two, uh, Adam Sandler's hit comedy Blended, and then uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, Tales from the Horror One. So a movie you haven't Tales seen. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Yes, that the first one you haven't seen. And then let's sure. say Avengers Endgame is there. What movie do you go see out of the bunch? What What movie do you go up to the usher and say one ticket for? Most likely, I'd probably go to something I haven't seen. So Tales from the Hood One. Yeah, yeah, I'll go see that one. <laughs> And you say, one ticket, please. And they go, really? Tales from the Hood? And you want to see that? I say, yeah, I'm depressed. I think this <laughs> will make it worse. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, so you saw It Chapter 2 with your girlfriend, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and we, we were actually talking about it a little bit and that you, you generally liked it. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Who was, your, was Bill Hader your favorite? Yeah, because he looks like you. I don't look like Bill Hader. I look nothing. Wait a second. I look nothing. I like that. I don't look like no, no. I don't look like Bill Hader. Bill Hader's great. I think that's a great compliment. All right, now I'm gonna call him Hader. I love Bill Hader, but I'm not. I'm not Bill Hader. (laughs) This is this is a meme that Quentin has been torturing me with for like two years now. Is it the hair? Has Bill has Bill Hader done? Hold on. He's never dyed (laughs) his hair. No. <laughs> is, uh, when, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, yeah, I can see it. Dad's, I can see it. Dad's back. His <laughs> SNL character, the Stefan or whatever it is, doesn't he have that swoop hair too? Maybe. Like, not swoop. It's not the word I'm looking for, but like, he's got the Leon hair. I think. Okay, I, agree. <clears throat> I like it. Oh God! <clears throat> I have to kill off this cart. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's back from the cigarette store. He's back. <laughs> I've 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 been doing this for six years. Okay, Dad. You don't have I got a hole in my throat. Please get out of my ear, Dad. It's a little weird. <laughs> I wanted to buy one of those things what, that you put it? on your throat, and you can just mouth words, and it'll talk for you. Oh yeah, <sighs> the cigarette smoker things. Oh, oh gosh, that scary fucking commercial. Oh, oh those yeah. are those are horrifying. That which one? The one commercial about the there's this uh like not like don't smoke commercial. Uh, like a the truth commercial with uh I can't remember her name. She was the woman who had the voice box removed, and so she used one of those uh, holes in the throat devices to speak through. Yeah. yeah. And that shit terrified me as a kid because they would always play. They would only play it late at night, and there I am just trying to watch some Cartoon Network or Disney <laughs> Channel, and they would play that, and I'm like, God, this is so scary. Yeah. It's so scary. No, it's no, no. scary. It definitely you know, is. You know what would always freak me out sometimes? 
sometimes the transitions to like when i was younger the transitions to adult swim would be really fucking weird oh yeah <laughs> or it would be like super like it would go from all right ben 10 omniverse and then it would go straight to some fucking like robot chicken somebody getting ass raped and i'm like okay nice oh and, and, I, and i didn't turn it off in time you're introduced to a new concept as a young boy <laughs> i think there's there's one show i know that has changed quentin's life forever and that i think he was a young boy and he turned on cartoon network and he stayed up a little too late and then once it transitioned to a uh, to adult swim it went it seems today that all you, see, all you see is violence and movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values? I, I <laughs> And then it's just Family Guy. That's the show I'm talking about. Quentin loves Family Guy. He's seen every no, episode. No, I don't love Family Guy. Just <laughs> because true. I've seen every single episode does not mean I like it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about Todd Phillips here, right? Family Guy? What are you talking about? Todd Fam- Phillips, is, Todd a Phillips is a family guy. Oh, yeah, he is a family man. <laughs> yeah, Joker Quentin. is a movie for the family. Quentin, what are the top ten Peter Griffin moments? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I think all of them are when he punches the orange man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why Peter do- Griffin... Yeah, go ahead. Peter Griffin moment number ten, when he fights the chicken. Peter Griffin <laughs> moment number nine... When he fights when, the chicken. When he fights <laughs> the chicken. Peter Griffin number eight, when he gets raped by a bull. Did that Peter happen? Griffin number seven. Yeah. Oh. Peter Griffin number seven, when he fights the chicken. Peter Griffin number six, when Meg drop kicks his teeth in. <laughs> Peter Griffin number five. <laughs> when <laughs> wait, he what sends the N-word? <laughs> he becomes the king of the black people. <laughs> he becomes the king of the black. He's like, That's a res- real thing. That's a real episode. They, they respected me for it. <laughs> they respected me. Lowish. 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 Can I say it? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Cleveland just cautiously looks over at now, him. Now, 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 now. <laughs> Peter, no! You, Peter, no, you can't say the N-word. Peter, Peter, that, that has too much power. You can't use that word. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm about to become Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey, Peter. Peter. When Joe Swanson comes in, he says, Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> It just wants it to hey, beater. <laughs> hey, 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 beater. I gotta <laughs> stop you from being Thanos. <laughs> jo- Joe, we need to stop Peter before he be- before he begins too late. Who's this? Who's uh, Qu- Quagmire? Qu- Quagmire is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quentin, who is your favorite Family Guy character, and why is it Brian? Why is <laughs> you just think I'm a giant libtard? <laughs> a, fucking, a fucking cuck, indeed. Yeah. Hey, he's not a no, libtard. Right. He's not a libtard. Yeah, Brian is like a pseudo intellectual libtard. Yeah, haven't you seen Family Guy? Have you, have you not seen Family Guy? Not have. I mean, this <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot you of know sense. What? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Like why? Why? You're clearly not a connoisseur like myself. So I'm just I, I don't think I can talk to you. I just don't understand. Like why you you you're obviously not a fan of it. Like why did you watch every episode? 
Yeah, why would you watch every... Do you hate yourself that much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what draws you to, like, every episode? It was kind of just, like, a, a challenge. <laughs> it was an endurance test. It's like that time That's for that you, sure. It's like that time you decided to watch Future Diary all in one night and you skipped school because of it. You so you watched yeah. Future Diary all in one night? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> that that opening song is so fucking good though. That op- that first opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you play that, I guarantee I'll have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I think that that was his first waifu. His first waifu was the clinically insane pink bitch. Yeah, and that's everyone's yeah. first real waifu. I I would say you know. I it wasn't mine. <laughs> My first waifu was um who's the one bitch from a. Uh, Ah, uh, crap. I can't think of it right now. Uh, Yoshi... No. It'll come to me. Mario? It'll come come to me. It's that one... Inuasha! Inuasha! Who's who's the one bitch from Inuasha? Uh, the purple-haired girl? Yes, her. Oh, I don't know. I don't know her name. You're asking the wrong guy. You're a weeb, aren't you? You should know this shit. Dude, I'm not a fucking (laughs) weeb! I stopped watching anime! (laughs) Yeah, because you knew, oh, I'm gonna be a fucking weeb. I need to stop. I need to stop while I'm ahead. I had a problem where I tried to watch every episode of every season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He I, wouldn't drop anything. He wouldn't stop watching it. I haven't <laughs> dropped anything. If you go to my anime list right yeah. now and look I'm up my name, I haven't. I've never dropped a show. I still haven't dropped a show. At most, I'll put things on hold, but I don't believe in not finishing what you started. Oh God. So at uh, some, I do. ADHD in me has a hard time doing that. That's mm. Dylan. Dylan loves anime. Dylan Dylan loves anime, actually. Yeah, his favorite his favorite movie is Your Name. Bro, that shit trash. Wank sauce. Wank sauce. Wank sauce. Yeah. Okay, Tony. I know I am Tony. Okay, wank sauce. That's 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 like uh, no. I I would like to rant about this. Okay. I went to... Okay, so we had rehearsals today, right? Like, Mm -hmm. pretty much all day. Yeah. And basically, we have, like, a 20-minute break to go get food and, like, get lunch and all that. So we all go... We go to McDonald's, of all places. This is already after I've quit, and we go to a different store. And we're pulling up, we get our food, we leave. And by the time we're in the car, we're already pulling up to the school. And I check the bag. And I just say what the fuck and i hit the top of the car and everybody just stops and they're like what's going on and i look i pull up my fry box i ordered a large fry i pay five dollars for that shit here it's five dollars to get a large fry what what really and these fuck yeah these fuckers gave me what is in a fucking happy meal fry containment in a large fry box oh no (laughs) they hoed me out of fries (laughs) and you just hear the whole car just start dying and i was like what the fuck where are my fries? Because, like, I only ate two. I only ate two fries. And the rest of it, like, it was non-existent. I was so upset. And we didn't have time to go back, so I just... I had to deal with my reality. I was like, fuck. So we're just eating there, and I pull up my, like... Because I got a double cheeseburger. I was like, no onions, no pickle, and uh, I want mac sauce. And so what they do is, no onion, no pickle, add mac sauce. But the way they did it, it looked like my fucking... It looked like my burger got some dick right before I ate it. Like, it looked like somebody <laughs> legit just, like, spreaded my, like, burger sesame seed cheeks. 
uh, this is your mac sauce, fucker. Uh. They nutted in the burger. Like, they nutted. It looked like they nutted in the burger. Yeah, they like the burger. When, when I said, yeah, no pickle, no onion, go light on the mu- like, like on the mustard. They added fucking mayonnaise, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> like that shit was actual ass. Like I, I felt so disgusting eating. I was like, oh my god, this shit's probably contaminated. But you ate it anyways. I ate it anyways because I uh, yeah. Because it was yummy. <laughs> It was, it was not yummy. I've, it was so overpowering. It was, I was like, what the fuck is this? Kind of like the pretentious asshole in me says, like, you know, I'm proud that I've never had a McDonald's burger. <laughs> Wait, like, is it like Squidward? Like, in that episode where he has to try a Krabby Patty? No. Well, okay. Yeah, Leon. No, I don't. I will never eat a McDonald's burger or a Wendy's burger or anything like that. I have like a rule oh, yeah. for myself where I Just don't I don't eat burgers Wendy's. from places that Wendy's. don't primarily focus on only burgers. I can respect <laughs> that. Because I'm like, have, I want quality. We have this place down here where they have like a burger on a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh, gross. Oh, like, gross. like it's like, remember the boondocks? <laughs> no, I don't. Have an... I've never seen the boondocks. Like that episode of oh, the boondocks at least. They have an episode where it's like Granddad. He opens like a little store, and he's just like, um, it's like breakfast barbecue lasagna, <laughs> and it's like a it's a like Martin Luther burger, and it's a it's like a six pound cor- or like it's a six pound meat patty with bacon and butter and cheese, and it's in between two Krispy Kreme donuts. I've heard of that being a real thing. I don't know what chain that is. Like, I feel like somebody would. Somebody has to do that out there. Quentin. I. Oh. Quentin. Yes. Quentin. After what? No, I was just gonna say. Do you remember Steak and Shake? Oh god. Yeah. Do you remember how excited we were when we found out we were getting a Steak and Shake? Well, I, I went to the real one in Vegas. Yeah. Really good. That's why I was excited. Wait. So that's a thing in the West, because like we have them all over the Midwest. I always thought it was just like a Midwestern thing. You guys. Uh. I have no idea. I mean, Utah uh, doesn't get a lot. There's one in California, and then the other okay. one... Yeah, or not California. There's one in, like, Vegas. That's the closest one, I think. Steak and Shake? Okay. I've heard yeah. people go off on that. Like, ooh, it's so gross. <coughs> like, am I the only one who thinks it's not that bad? Like, it's... I love... I don't know. It's no, cheap, too. What I, like I the had in, Yeah, yeah. What I had in Vegas was really good. But they brought... They turned... The Steak and Shake that they had here was a gas station... With a steak. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was <laughs> oh, so whoa. fucking. So, it oh, was so weird. fucking okay. disappointing when we walked in there and we saw that it was also a gas station. Oh man, oh. I was like, I was like, this better be fucking good. And then we get food there, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I like bit into the burger, and I swear to God, I had a tear in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was bad. No, see oh. that that was something where like Leon, he he like. Unironically, just flipped open the page of like the new <laughs> page of the newspaper. He said, "Oh, we have we have a steak and shake now." Oh. I think Quentin oh. was the one who told me about it, and I was just like, "Oh, dude, we gotta try this because we used to watch this uh, group on the internet called the Creatures, and they did mm-hmm. a thing about steak and shake." And I was like, "Oh my god, that looks so good! I'd look, it sounds good." And then we were like, "Yo, we're getting a steak and shake." And I remember we went there like a few days after it had opened. And it's just like, oh, this sucks. And didn't it close down? Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. I don't live down there anymore. <coughs> That's true. Um, Quentin. People are crazy. Quentin has a certain meal that he likes at uh, McDonald's. It's what, the spicy chicken? 
The spicy chicken sandwich? Yeah. Oh, the the hot and spicy? Yeah, the hot and spicy. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it's not bad. Add max sauce on that. It's good. Oh really? I've I've actually never thought about that. That's probably a good idea because I do like a Big Mac too. You were telling me that you were like you're like yo I gotta try out this. I remember when McDonald's was serving like world world food or something like that from their other oh, McDonald God. branches across the world. Oh fuck. yeah. Didn't you have one of their foods, Quentin? Like I can't remember what it was. Like that you ordered the Mick yeah. Gangbang. Yeah, I asked for that, but then they ended up giving me just bacon cheese fries, which was this awful cheese. Sauce. Oh, the bacon free. Oh. Yeah, those those are disgusting. Those are actually nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, um, and I think they had. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't know. I feel like I go there too much now that I think about it. Why do you feel like that? Huh? Why do you feel like you go there too much? Because we always go there because it's super cheap. It's super cheap because everything's fucking expensive. <laughs> Dylan. It's true. Hmm? Dil- Dylan. Dylan's falling asleep. I know, Dylan's falling asleep, but Dylan, tell me. Mm. Why do you eat McDonald's? Because he loves it. Because it's like right next to my house. <laughs> it's right next to his house. Like, I, I think that's what they did. They um they basically opened up all the fast food next to the housing where they're like, oh, this is the most Asian demographic. Let's move all right here. Yeah, let's all move right here. Let's all move right here, and we'll be just fine. We'll do bro, just fine. Bro, McDonald's is king because I can order two six-piece chicken nuggets, and I can get that cheaper than the fucking ten-piece chicken nugget. Bro, <laughs> that shit is amazing. <laughs> bro, you just pimped the system. Bro. Yeah, my yeah, brother you found it out there, so you're going to fuck yourself on that one? No, uh, no one will listen to this. I'll, you just I'll, you just exposed your secret. I'll, 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 be like, fuck. I'll I'll edit it out and I'll put something else over it. I'm sure. <laughs> Do y'all have um raisin canes? No. We don't okay, even have. Yeah. We don't have Popeyes. We don't have Jack in the Box. Like we have Popeyes. Jack in the Box is Jack in the Box goes hard. That's not a fucking Popeyes, dude. That's a that's a shitty ass KFC. That Popeyes is <laughs> disgusting. What the one by my house? Oh, I didn't know you had one by your house. I'm talking about the one near Zach's house. I've been there once, dude. Yeah, that shit. No, that that shit was like fake Zach's chicken. <laughs> No, the Popeyes by my house because it's on the military base. It's actually real food. Wait, you can actually go to the one on the military base? Well, it's the closest. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that you, that you could actually do that. I was like, I I just hate the price. I hate the prices of fast food. Like, bro, why am I gonna spend ten fucking bucks on a large plate from uh from Panda Express? When they yeah, it's expensive fuck. When they don't give me <coughs> as much of the fucking chicken that they were gonna say that they were gonna give me, I watch the them chop it. Good. I watch them chop Chicken's it. Fucking good. And they God, give... he's got some anger against Panda. Oh, dude, I, I it, like Panda. I like Panda. I love Panda even. The food's so good. I fuck it's, with Panda. It's not that bad. But it's <laughs> like Panda heavy. But it's like, bro, you can't just chop the chicken in front of me and then throw it back in the fucking pot. <laughs> I'm watching you do this, and you're fucking me over. <laughs> I, I paid you. Them in person. You, but... Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Do you like panda? <laughs> uh, I haven't really eaten it in a while. Uh, it's like it's like ever since it kind of like moved out of like town for me. Is it, it Asian? Fat Asian. Fake. No Asian. fake Asian. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's what I, that's what most people say. <clears throat> 
Or it's like low end Asian food. Low end Asian food. Even though it's like fucking American pig. Capitalism. It's like pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. The chicken's good. It's like Chick fil A. It's like Oh god, Chick-fil-A. I only get the orange chicken. Everything else can like just Everything yeah, everything else kinda big suck, but the orange chicken goes hard. Hey, don't don't talk shit about my fucking uh teriyaki. And they took away like Oh you you want to teriyaki sucks. No, it Because he doesn't get the teriyaki sauce. He only gets the teriyaki chicken. He gets just oh, the even, teriyaki even, chicken. Yeah, even yeah. with the thing, that's just like dry as fuck. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you. Yeah. The fucking teriyaki's awesome. Thank you. Leon, Leon. I it's all about like the orange the chicken. chicken. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for I'm, I'm waiting like, for Leon to be like, oh yeah, well, fucking my chow mein. I don't. You know what? You know what? That's the only thing I fucking get at KFC. So fuck you. I don't order chow mein. <laughs> the only thing you get from KFC. <laughs> or fuck goddamn chow mein. You get, what, you get chow, chow mein from KFC. KFC fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know that. Fuck you. Yeah, I only get. Expanding their market. God. I only get. I, I go okay. They know me so well at Panda Express. All right. I walk in. I, this is how I know I have a problem. I walk in there. They say hi and they know my name. And I'm like, hey, how are you? I'm gonna get. And they're like, yeah, I know the plate with the uh, fried rice and the grilled teriyaki, no sauce. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you know me. It's only one You're person. Almost exactly the same. I appreciate well, that. Well, isn't your town like just like three people? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, there's a KFC. Yes, but no. There's a KFC. He has a mall. Yeah, he has a, hey, we have a mall. There's a mall. So he has we a have mall. multiple malls. Five people. You know, tell him you live all the way out in BFE? <laughs> <laughs> Bufu Egypt, no, you know? No, what, fuck you know, um, <laughs> you know True Stories? Yeah, I know True Stories. I haven't that's seen basically, it. That's basically Leon's town. That's not my town. <laughs> Quentin basically lives in town. the same area. Basically his town. <laughs> Leon's just driving to Panda Express. Okay, it's it's <laughs> fucked. Get some wild wildlife. It's fucked <laughs> because like because if 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 the if, if the Panda Express by me doesn't have the teriyaki chicken, I will fucking drive to the nearest one, which is like twenty <laughs> miles away. I don't care. I need some panda. <laughs> That shit's dry as fuck, though. No, it's not! Teriyaki it chicken and fried rice from Panda or GTFO. That's my, that's my thought, too. It's delicious! It's the orange chicken. It's no, orange that shit's chicken. disgusting. Yeah. Gross. Make it don't, don't, no, 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 no. You get the fried rice from Panda. What the fuck? <laughs> fried rice is what great. What the fuck? What the fuck? What delicious. you talking about? What oh, man. About? <laughs> when they added egg bits, I was like, hell yes. Oh, I'm getting more protein. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> egg bits are the best part. <laughs> Yeah, I, I usually get orange chicken and teriyaki chicken. I get I spend a little extra money to get. Oh, you get double. Size. You get double tap. Jeez, I get that... way too excited about like teriyaki chicken. About teriyaki chicken. <laughs> that was a that <laughs> like, was a I'm heated like, moment. Like twin all of a sudden, we're like. The, yeah, yeah, we got pretty heated. That was a heated gamer <laughs> moment, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I don't even like Panda Express compared to this real Chinese place near my house. So, honestly, Fair I feel it. Lucky, lucky you get to go to real Chinese go places. <laughs> I have some good Thai places over here. If y'all ever decide to come over, yeah, let me hop in the coop. Are you just... in Texas? Wait, you're in Texas? No. Where yeah, I'm in Texas. You are in te Texas. 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 I've never been to Texas before, and that's I'm like the only person who's never been to Texas. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't really pick up the like Texan accent. From me? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does. That's the beauty of me. 
Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> people don't think that Utah has like a Utah accent. I don't think they're really. Yeah, there's not really. I, I don't a, know. There's not really I mean, a distinct Utah accent except for I mean, Mountain. I think fucking yeah, Ghost Man has more of an accent than you. Shit. <laughs> what this? What this? <laughs> what this? Do I have like an accent? I don't think I have an accent, really. No, I don't know. Not, not really. Not, not particularly. I, not the one that no. I pick up. Yeah. I feel like I get a little teeny southern-ish, like midwestern, southern, whatever. Like, I don't know. I like to say y'all, and like I cut off the ends of my words a lot. But other than mm-hmm. that, yeah, nah. It's weird, like being around, like in my area, because like most people don't have like what you would call quote unquote an accent. But then there's some people that are like full on like twang, and I'm just like, where did? That Where'd you come, come from? from? But I like it. Who are you? Yeah, they were birthed I, from I the ground. It. They were they're potatoes. <laughs> I love it. Quentin. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia critic. I don't know. We watched Cringe. them together all the time, didn't we? Oh no. Yeah. Those oh, are no. good days, man. <laughs> What's that? That those were good days. He doesn't even remember him. He doesn't. He's just shutting me down. <laughs> He's trying to move. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Doug okay. Walker, fuck that kid. Doug Walker. Yeah. No, Ooh, I know Doug that. Walker, but fuck Doug Walker. <laughs> but fuck Doug Walker. <laughs> Quentin, what's your favorite episode of the Nostalgic Critic? I don't remember. <laughs> Do you know anything about Nostalgic Critic? I know a lot about Nostalgic Critic. I didn't know anything... Like, I don't remember anything. I'm not talking about the new shit. The new shit is garbage. Yeah. yeah. Old shit was great. I just remember his intros. I'm the nostalgia critic. I remember it so you don't have to. No, the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the intro is so good. Yeah. If I die and go to hell, that'll be what I hear. Oh, God. (laughs) That's your summoning music. Leon Dion. (laughs) Repent for your sin. No. <laughs> I watched too you. Much. You're going to You were subscribed to Nostalgia Critic for how many years? Two years. Seven. <laughs> Two years. Seven. No. Seven. No. Don't create. No. I, I like Seven. Dougie. I like Douglas Walker. I come in and I watch his videos every once in a while. I'm not going to lie. I think weirdo. I might still be subscribed to him. I haven't watched him forever, but I definitely need to. I, I clean out my subscriptions every other week just so I, I know I'm not subscribed to some fucking weird shit. I know that Quentin and I were really big Douglas Walker fans at one point in I our think lives. you're just including me into this. No! He's I like, watched I him on I my no. own. You, you did not just watch him on your own. We watched them together sometimes. I remember I used to be big on CinemaSins because oh, I thought they were funny. Oh, CinemaSins. <laughs> what a trip yeah. down memory lane that was. God, I remember CinemaSins. Uh, Nobody are they remembers still doing them. Stuff? Yeah, they still do stuff. Yeah. Wow. They still pull okay. MVs. Oh I no, mean, where's where's Dylan going with this? I can I, I can hear this. Stuff. I've been asking them for a while now to do a CinemaSins on High Life. You know, I've been really waiting for that one. I ask him. Juliette Binoche's ass is not in the shot. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Bad movie. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Needs more booty. Speaking of, we did watch Dylan's movie. Goodbye, first love. Oh, what? Speaking of ass. Yeah. Hey, don't say it's a bad movie, or is it a bad movie? No, I'm talking about, like, actual ass. Underage ass, in fact. I was thinking about that scene from uh, um, Twisted Pear, actually. I was was (laughs) 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 (
the Neil Breen okay. classic. Twisted yeah, the Neil, the new, the new classic. Honestly. Goodbye, First Love, and Twisted Pair are really the same kind of movie if you think Goodbye, about Twisted it. Pear. No, we. I shit you not. There is a there is a there is a scene in Twisted Pair that exists just to show off this girl who looks like a slutty Tinkerbell's ass. It, we even freeze frame on it. Freeze frame. We freeze frame and dissolve from that shot. Oh no. But let's talk about Goodbye First Love, which is the the movie that Dylan picked for us to watch on this week's film club. Uh, Dylan, yeah, yeah. Dylan, how come you picked this one? I'm I'm actually like I mean it seems like a movie that is within your like realm. You know, it seems like something that is of your interest. So I'm just wondering like uh, why you picked this one over something else from this director. I think he's asleep. Oh, <laughs> um, oh my god, he's so I think. Like, why I picked this film over any others? Yeah. Um, well, two reasons. Well, I think, for one, I was kind of in the, like, in the moment. I was just sort of, like, a quick, easy pick mm-hmm. as something that uh, we could all possibly enjoy without it being too... I don't want to say obscure because that's, that, like, pretentious and arrogant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at the same time, I also was always kind of wanting to expose more people to the works of Mia Hansen Love. Mm-hmm. It was, like, one of my... I mean, of course, like one of my growing to be one of my favorite contemporary directors, just in the way she's like blends like sort of like French New Wave sensibilities into like modern day. Yeah, I mean, like there there's definitely that French New Wave and realism to it uh, for the movie, especially just the way that it doesn't really call attention to um, like technically the way that the camera moves. I knew that French new wave is more like, I'm not an expert on it, but I know that it, it calls attention to the form of it being in the medium of film, but the movie itself is very subtle with its, uh, filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, very much. So feels very fly on the wall. Yeah. But it's also like, I think, um, well, actually I'll let you guys speak first before I talk. <laughs> I'm, Before I'm, you, you like explain the movie with your big dick energy. Yeah. He's radiating with that. I mean, big Dylan energy. That big Dylan. Really weird to say. Because I mean, I know, I know how Meredith feels. Because we watched the movie together, actually, and we both like. There was yeah. a certain moment where both of us fell in love with the movie, and I think that that's when they go on the retreat to the cabin, and we get to see the French mm-hmm. countryside, and we are just like, God, this is so beautiful, and it reminds of. Mm-hmm. I, I, we said it. I think either I said it or you said it, Meredith, but we were saying that like. It reminded us of a James Ivory film, mm-hmm. just the way that it looks and its presentation and the colors and the and the warmth of it all. The the film yeah. is very very beautiful, and that's in a weird way. Like you were saying, how um, it doesn't really call much attention to itself. Mm-hmm. It's able to do it in a more natural way than I think. Like Call Me by Your Name, because I Call Me by I love that movie, mm-hmm. but it feels "Call Me by Your Name" feels a bit flashy with how it shows like the like sort of scenery and all that. Yeah, but this just feels like yeah, this is just how it is. Yeah, no, if yeah. It, it, it just feels like very like okay, matter of fact. I'm going to show you exactly what is in this girl's life, what she deals with on a day to day basis, year to year basis, and just the whole scope of her young adult life. Yeah. I love the architecture, or like more of like the in, um, in like the interior <clears throat> shots of the places, and like you mentioned, the scene that really like hit both of us like at the same time with the we're, they're on like 
whatever that house is toward the beginning. I don't have, like, I can't remember what it is, if it's, like, an abandoned place or, like, a vacation place or whatever. But um, from that point on, like, the interior shots and then the exteriors, like, was captivating to me, too. And, yeah, and very not flashy, like you said. It's just very, it's there. It's, like, it's just simplistic, and I love that, too. I think that the uh, the story <clears throat> itself is a very, like, it's a very emotional film just on the premise and basis of it of what it is about it deals with this girl who falls in love with someone for the first time and i think a lot of people who are watching this film have had that first love and i think that the first love is something that is so important and character defining to a lot of people because it expresses you for the first time in your life you're really letting somebody in and then when they suddenly disappear like um what's i can't remember the guy's name is it uh i can't remember his name now, now, now that now that I have to think about it, but oh, van- the, um, the boyfriend, Sullivan? yeah, Sullivan, Sullivan mm-hmm. vanishes and goes. Uh, for, he just leaves for like ten months, and like suddenly she's on her own again, and she doesn't have that support that she once had with this person who she was close to, both emotionally and sexually, <laughs> which is such a big factor, uh, considering that she's so young when she's with this person. Mm-hmm. I I really like that. I um I think it was the perfect balance of like tenderness and like that urgent like sexuality that you have in a relationship especially yeah. in a relationship with somebody that you find yourself intimate with both physically and emotionally yeah because there's like a raw like passion that you two have and it, i felt that that worked like was perfectly encapsulated on screen there's just like so many little things about it like her keeping the trinkets like the letters that he would send or her having a map of where he is and it's just like this constant reminder for her day after day until those days become months and those months become eventually years and like that that part of her life eventually just fades away and you have to change and you have to grow up and you can't continue to live in that same time space because the world doesn't live with you you have to live with the world yeah I love in particular, um, I, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Like, I 4.5 that on Letterboxd, and I absolutely, absolutely loved it. But, um, one of, going that sort of off of your point, Leon, of, um, sort of, with, with her changing and having to move on, I loved the part when she, um, when she cut her hair into, like, oh, that was a pixie great. cut. Yeah, because she, and then Leon, like, you brought up the point that she had mentioned it earlier. I totally forgot that she did, and the boyfriend ex-boyfriend's like oh no i'd leave you if you did that and so when she's on her own like after a while she she does that yeah and i was like i and i like there's a lot of it a lot of the story that i related to and that's like i mean i I know it was i'm not the only one too because i know i think we all related on some level um but that evoked a lot of emotion because i from the beginning of the movie i saw like bits of myself in in that like i had some terrible i was like the clingiest most unhealthy person to be like in a relationship when i was about that age and i have some like not great memories of that and um and and when she cuts her hair off i was like oh my god i had like my moment of doing that when i was like a senior in high school and i i felt that i felt like the liberation of that um as dramatic as that may sound but it definitely was like vicariously very liberating of a good feeling to see that happen so great point yeah i think um another point of the movie that really like i i think just shows that liberation for her is like when she starts going to college and starts taking up architecture 
and really is defining herself as a person. She's not only building an exterior world that she can perfect, Mm -hmm. but is also building the interior of herself. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's also like, maybe, maybe I'm like searching too much for it, but that's like kind of like the metaphor. No, no, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Okay. That's like, he literally, well, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's in the process of doing that. Like, like, cause like the, the professor is like, says that like, it's like, oh, your project is, you know, very nice, but you lack a lot of interiority in your buildings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like the key element she's missing. So it's sort of like, yeah, a metaphor for her own missing interiority. And like when when the movie was first starting, I thought the movie was going to be about Sullivan because we're introduced to Sullivan. We see him running <laughs> around and, you know, he meets her, meets Camille. I'm kind of glad that it didn't, though. That, that's what I Me found too. was so interesting is that we get to yeah. see it from her perspective. And we, we don't were wondering. We, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, we don't like come like Sullivan just vanishes. I thought it was gonna be a story featuring both of them, or primarily his perspective. But then he's gone for a majority of the movie, and then comes back towards mm-hmm. the end. And I love how like we like I remember like when we watched it together, like we both audibly question, like, is he gonna even come back? Because we like it's like it's it becomes so captivating. It becomes her story, and you're like. And I was conflicted. I was like, ooh, I, I like this. Like, is he going to come back? Like, are we just going to leave it like to be a mystery? It's just going to mm. be her life. But I was like, I'm, I'm conflicted. I kind of want to see him again. So that was that was really interesting. I love that. I think one interesting point in Sullivan's story, even though it's very small, is that he quits college and he just goes and does what he wants. And I think that there's also something so so freeing about it because I think a lot of us are like, God, I hate my job or oh, I hate school or I hate the position I am in life. I wish I could just quit and do what I want. And he did it and he actually succeeded in it. But is he happy? That's up for us to determine, really. Because he, he had to give up something in order to gain what he kind of wanted as a career. And he gave up Camille. That's that, that's what I feel like he gave up. Mm-hmm. And like when they reconnect, it's such, it's such a, I don't know, it's such a unique moment. Very few films yeah. give me that feeling of like, oh my god, they're, they're meeting together. And they're now adults and they're now having to deal with adult, emo- adult, like adult emotions instead of just you know, childhood feelings. I would. I will. I'll go into that later. Yeah, I was just gonna say like, cause she's 15 at the time and he's a 19 at the time, uh, and now they're both adults. Yes. But you were saying, Dylan. I was saying that it's like yeah, they're dealing with adult feelings, but they're also having to deal with like the resurfacing of their own childhood, you know, feelings for each other, or you know, yeah, adolescence. Like she literally kind of retreats back into that sort of like youthful innocence that she was in back you know when mm-hmm. she sees sullivan again yeah because she becomes hardened as life goes on and like now she's back to what she was when she was with sullivan because it was a, <laughs> it brings something else to her yeah which i find so so good ah it's such a great it's movie such... from a screenwriting perspective mm-hmm. everything's just... set up and everything's paid off in a way yeah it, in a way like it kind of reminds me of a frank ocean song God, but actually good, you know? Uh, yeah. Discussion for a different day, I suppose. <laughs> Frank Ocean's so boring. Though. I had argued differently, but that's that's besides the point. I'm just saying that the emotion... <laughs> but like, getting angry. Like I, I, I think that like her deciding to cheat on her like her more grounded boyfriend, the the uh, the professor that she ends up dating, 
and that she also has a miscarriage with like her deciding to cheat on that is like i i i think that that's just her not i don't know not fully a mature yet as a person and that's probably because sullivan came back into her life yeah that's what i was saying yeah so it's 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 like, all don't great you fucking listen yeah uh, i'm sorry <laughs> yeah yeah leon that's what he just said yeah uh, i wasn't even paying attention i was killing a cock but i even heard that wait i only heard, you like, can't the kill cockroaches I, I didn't hear I, the roach part and i was like what <laughs> take away like, my the unkillable no like yeah i was like if you heard, like, anything moving right now, I was, like, trying to kill a baby cockroach that, like, crawled on my keyboard, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Got you I know, new pet. I know, I was like, what the fuck? And I was just waiting for him to get off my keyboard, and I just slammed him with my fucking shoe. <laughs> Douchebag. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, I'm, I shit you not, the cockroach just, like, laid out. He did, like, the sexy pose where, like, he put his leg, like, up <laughs> on this other one, and he did, like, a little wink to me. Like, like, he was, like, seducing you. He was trying to How seduce me. How high are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that question. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> I can't believe it. Baby cockroach almost seduced Mark Baby Eichel. cockroach tried to fuck me. Uh, there, there's not, a, not clickbait. There's a there's a there's a shot in the movie that both Meredith oh, yeah, and I uh, that both Meredith and I are like, wow, that's a great shot. Is when Sullivan is leaving, uh, and we get to he's walking down the street, and enter in on the left frame is the professor walking in. And a movie normally, like I feel like a Hollywood film would be like, look, 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 they're about to meet each other, or look, they're in the same area. Pay attention to this. But uh, Mia Love, I, I, is that the director's name? Mia Hansen Love, yeah. Mia Hansen Love. She trusts the audience enough to know that that's just, like, she trusts the audience enough to just be like, yes, they're within the same area of each other, and here I am showing you that. But it doesn't call attention to itself. Oh, yeah, I loved that shot. That was really good. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie a lot, actually. I think that there, yeah. I think there's a lot of merit in what in a rewatch as well, just on little things uh, in me, in uh, Camille's face. Her face has so much character to it. Mm-hmm. And the acting's all yeah, great. Yeah, all the like the goat in that film. Oh, she's so good in it. I think everybody's so good in it. Like, it's it just, mm-hmm. it... All of it feels very natural. None of it feels like very forced or like, look at me, I'm putting my emotions out on display in that actory show-off type way. It is very internal and very like focused it, in on itself. It's not Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> it's not Joker. Yeah, it's I'm... not. It's no Joker, but you know, it's it's pretty close. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's naturalism, and. Uh... I don't know. I yeah, think that it was a really good movie, and I would definitely rewatch it as well and pick up on little things. I think you're right. I think there's a lot to 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 pick up on the subtleties. I also like that like she's given that hat by Sullivan, and at the end of the movie, it goes away with the wind. Yes, it just blows away. Oh, spoilers! Yeah, I mean, I, I figured yeah. that I figured that this was going to be a spoiler discussion. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, just like, the meme. when when she has that miscarriage, it's like God. Like, how much rougher can her life get? Do yeah. Do y'all think the NC seventeen was like warranted? I didn't know that For... it was NC seventeen. I didn't either. 
I didn't either. Jesus. I didn't, yeah, I mean, it's I didn't... apparently NC-17. And I was like, um... Why is it? Why? I'm, I'm trying to I'm think. Why? Because say like, Bobs. Yeah, see Bobs in Vagana. Like, first scene, like, she was... I don't... Yeah. But then, see, I, we were commenting also on, like... I was kind of going off on how I feel like in... Um, I don't know if it's in general, like, with uh, European... I, I, I think don't wanna... it's... Maybe it's because yeah. the characters are like portrayed as fifteen. Yeah, maybe, that could be it. maybe, maybe. That's probably why. But that's only yeah. early in the film, though. Yeah, it's yeah. Only, like, but the first I, I mean, maybe. It's... Yeah, about. Yeah, but that might be like enough that... to warrant it, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not so. the NPA. Possibly. Yeah. Either way, I, I don't think there's enough to really be like. Like I could see an R rating, but mm-hmm. it's not gratuitous in any way. No, it, it never. It's it's not supposed it's to be sensual. sexy. It's not supposed yeah. to be like, oh, look at how sexy everyone is in this. It's more of like, this is a person who's naked and just happens to be laying in bed with another person who is naked. You know what? Yeah. I like blue is enormous color. Fuck off. I I haven't seen it. I just know that people get upset it's at the so sex scene. Good. It's like it's good movie, but like sex scene kind of ruined it. No cap. <laughs> like I mean, that's that's that raw shit. That's like she hit. hits it raw. Oh my god! Turn <laughs> <laughs> into trouble every day, Jesus. Trouble, oh, yeah. oh my, yeah. See, trouble every day. I could see. I could see why that's Dylan NC seventeen. Dylan needs his cannibal fetish. He his, he, he needs yeah. to see that flesh on flesh contact. Oh, <laughs> Dylan, get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. Or don't get a hold of yourself. That's like. Yeah. Dylan, when you're going through Mia Hansen Love's back catalog, is this this what you found, or did you just like how did you stumble upon it? Because I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. Um. Well, two things again. Uh, for one thing, I was actually kind of became accustomed to Mia Hansen Love, or I got to know her th- her films through what was it Eden, or mm-hmm. like, which is the film that I think is that comes after this after that came after Goodbye for a Love. Um. And then secondly. Uh, I kind of just like kind of came upon it when it just came up on movie like one time. It's like, oh hey, it's like Mia Hansen love film, Goodbye First Love. Yeah, because it was, was kind like, of a harder film to find. Yeah, Very, a lot of her films are kind of hard because they don't have a lot of U.S. distribution, mm-hmm. and like, they literally. get NC-17s, which is interesting They're because I feel like this. Idiotic. I just feel like this is a movie that film Twitter would love. Yeah, yeah. I think it has. I mean, I think you guys said, like, the whole Call Me By Your Name comparisons are very apt. I think, would you say Call Me By Your Name? Uh, I think Adequate. one of us. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I one of us said it. I think it's, I think, I, or I think Mark did. Yeah. I did, yeah. But I think in comparison, not to say, like, I, cause I do like Call Me By Your Name, but I think there's a very sort of, I don't know how to describe it, med- like, a much more meditated approach to this film's, to this, to that film's ideas Mm-hmm. Or rather, both these films' ideas on you know, first love or just you know, youthful ad- like youth and adolescence and kind of growing up. Yeah, they're they're like, two different films. They're both visual, and they, and they do use sort of the same sort of visual. You know, I wouldn't say cues necessarily or whatnot. I mean, because like really, the you know, Call Me by Your Name is all soaked into like what was it? Italy. I know it's in like summertime uh, in Italy, and this one Italy. and Goodbye First it's Love like is like. Italy. Again, is and goodbye for this love is like, you know, it goes all around in seasons from like yeah. summertime to winter to fall, or yeah, fall, winter, spring. 
Which I think, like, which I kind of think is suitable for like what yeah. the story is going for, and that's yeah. sort of the, one of the other th things I do love about it. For two and things, one, it's that it. For one, I think, who is it? Peter Labuza actually wrote that it's like, it's one of those films that I think does something that I absolutely love to see in films, in which I think it's like setting and atmosphere, like inform a character's emo like um, the main character's emotions, feelings and so on and so forth so if somebody's unsure of themselves they're going to be in a murky environment well yeah but you could say like you know when she's in that youthful innocence of like love with sullivan you know it's all in Somewhere. sunny italy or is it italy no it's not italy that's no. call me by your name it's call me by your uh, name well, yeah, it's, it's the What's same the film whatever the same yeah. film pretty much the same no, film. except except me hansen loves the goat you know yeah it. I felt a little bit of, um, like, uh, Room with a View-esque, too, which is, of course, like, Merchant Ivory as well, so it's very connected to Call Me By Your Name, but in that one, like, the Room with a View is set in Italy as well, and but it's a period piece, and I, like, the outdoor scenes evoked a lot of thoughts uh, from that movie, too, and um, just how, like, romantic it is, and yeah. Um, I, uh... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I've never seen any James Ivory films, but what? Have you seen um, Call Me by Your Name? You've definitely seen at least one. Well, I'm saying like film, this film's directed by James Ivory, or did they even direct? Did he even direct? He films? wrote it. He wrote the he adapted. Wrote, oh, well, no, I, don't, okay. I know James Ivory wrote, but I'm just, Call Me by Your Name. But I was just saying like directed films. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yep, yep. Do, or, gotta do that. Gotta, let me see this. Did he actually do Room with a View? Yeah, he directed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. It's a goodie. But what was I saying, though? And I, I think this sort of thing, that whole sort of in, like range of seasons and time is sort of, I think, the thing I like about Mia Hansen Love the most is that I can't, well, I can't say for like a lot of her filmography, she has this very sort of way of telling, of writing stories and editing them together mm -hmm. and directing them, of course. But there's, there's a certain rhythm and rhyme to her editing process that I think just... I don't know. It's like a. It's sort of like the same kind of effect that I had with a souvenir, where it's more like this sort of sensation of like you're watching someone relive their memories. Yeah, which I feel is way. always always such a emotional experience. I don't know. It's one of those like it's one of my personal niches uh, when I watch a movie is when I see a character relive emotion and relive memory. It's always one of those things that like mm -hmm. emotionally impacts me, and I think that's just something very personal to me. Yeah. Because like the thing, one of the things that kind of caught me off guard, which I don't know why, was kind of how <coughs> I wouldn't say non-linear the story gets, because that's not necessarily a thing. But I think it's it is kind of disjointed at times, you know. It does several years in the future. Yeah, with like little to no sort of notice. Besides, if like kind of a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Like there's no title card. You just kind of have to go through like the visual cues. I mean, yeah. granted, they they're pretty obvious visual cues. That's what yeah. that's what Meredith Meredith and I were talking about. It's just like that the movie never never goes and now it's 2013 or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It it just kind of shows you on on the wall a calendar and this is the year and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And then like her hair growth, like we were like looking and first uh, I was like oh, was that a continuity issue? Like she went from like having her shaved head, head to like it starts to get into a little ponytail again and then it kept on going and yeah, and then figured out, it's like, oh, no, it's actually, like, that's kind of a subtle passage of time mm -hmm. indicator. Yeah. And I, like, loved that, too. Yeah. Dylan, and just how like, cozy oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. 
It is very much so. But uh, and also that passage of time thing, I think, is another thing. What I of course like I said that already, but I think the one thing I really am like I've loved so far with her filmography. I mean, I've only seen this. I've only seen Goodbye First Love and Eden, so I don't know anything about how this statement can really extend to something like Things to Come, or oh fuck, what was the other called? She has like a Things few to Come, Maya. What is it? All is forgiven, or like father of my children. But from the, from these two films, like Goodbye First Love and Eden, they share this sort of thing. I effect that is kind of very personal to me, where it's about these characters that you know are sort of stuck and they're kind of like these like stuck in the passage of time. I mean, that's kind of pretentious sounding, but what I'm saying is that there are these kind of characters that are still remain who they are, regardless, you know, despite how you know, fast. Everything's changed around them. Yeah, you know, she's like literally years are moving by, and yet still these people are, or at least you know, Lola Creighton or what was I forgot her name. I probably should. I really shouldn't have forgotten her name. Camille. But Camille, it's, even despite how much she does want to change, she still has that youthful passion to her, or that youthful innocence to her. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. I think Jake Cole kind of touches upon. It's like she like embodies like Lola Creighton herself just embodies like what is it called I gotta find it uh like the spirit as he says uh, embodies the spirit of first love and all its corrosive and experience and uncontrolled terror that's and it's like, that's very well put yeah well that's well not it's not my it's Jake Cole's words not mine yeah I mean I'm just saying like it's still Jake Cole statement. like the rapper that's what I was thinking <laughs> but like I think it's that sort of thing too though just that and also again how we're like I think she has like this keen interest in characters that are just stuck in where they are, just like no matter how hard they try to really get out of, you know, their spots in life. Mm-hmm. And but, and I find something really kind of beautiful about that. But also, there's something beautiful about this in a way. What is it called? In a way, how it also can see memory as being both liberating and some and damaging. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, if that makes sure. sense. <clears throat> I was going to ask you, Dylan, like how how you feel about this uh, this counter argument that's been made about the movie, where they say that Camille exists only to live off of men, and that she cannot live as an independent person. Well, I mean, you could probably say that for like. Well, I wouldn't say that for. I would say that for probably when she's with. Sullivan during her, but but that's probably reasonable because she's well, te- she's a teenager still. She's only fifteen, yeah. But like, I think in the second half, that's where you know again it starts to kind of form, and I know that kind of goes contrary to what I was, I've been saying most of this whole time. But again, it's sort of like her trying to get out of that to try to form her own identity. Mm-hmm. And she, and sorry, oh sorry, go ahead. I wouldn't say like the the sweet like what is it the Swedish architect that she does like. I you think know, it's, uh, no, it's not it's Swedish. Like, what is it, Swedish? No, it's not Swedish. It was... Ne- Nether, Dutch, Netherlands, no, the, the, something Nether- like that. I think the Nether, I think Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't even say that, you know, she's necessarily having to, like, what is it called? Uh, live off of him, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, it's like, literally, he represents the next stage in, like, her life. You know? <clears throat> that adult, yeah. that, that jump from youth to adulthood. Mm-hmm. Like it's that relationship. I mean, it's and literally the ending is representative of that. She leaves Sullivan behind in order to go to him. 
yeah. Or, yeah. in order to be with him. Like yeah. She was just that, that maturity and, you know. And so I wouldn't like, say necessarily that's, like, I mean, it has some merit if you can kind of extend to the first half, but other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really find a lot of, like, there's not a lot of ground for me to agree with in that argument because I feel like she is still a person who is figuring out the world herself and where she stands in it emotionally, yeah. physically, and all of that kind of stuff. So I think it's a little unfair to say that she only exists for the realm of men because it just it just doesn't seem that way. We only see a small portion of this character's life. I think that sounds like a very privileged kind of argument or attempt of argument. Yeah, it just seems it's like, like oh, very, why can't she just like, be herself? It's called woke. Why can't she? It's well, called it's called woke. It just seems I think very contrarian. Shut up, Todd Phillips. I definitely I think that she um and this is like coming from I feel like maybe my perspective of like uh, when I kind of started to figure out that I like I just like I needed to take time for myself and not date and I'm not saying like that has to be like for everybody mm-hmm. um but like watching I, I my my very solid opinion is that like she she does go through unless i'm forgetting this i if I'm, if I'm correct she goes through that portion of time between the time when sullivan leaves her and then you know she doesn't she doesn't end up like getting with the you know like her professor or former professor it like it takes a while for that and i think it, to me, it seems like her most formative time of forming her independence and finding herself is when she's not with somebody. Like, there is there is a clear time when she is pretty much by herself. And that's when, like, for me, I feel like she really, she really finds out who she is. And she, like, she could, she could totally function well, like, by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, then, when you yeah. look at it, it's more like... And plus, even in the second half, when Sullivan does return, it's more like, you know, she's taking care of him more than anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's definitely pretty mature. And, um, yeah, so the- I mean, like, <laughs> just going off to school by herself and making her just even like the hair thing. Like I said, I know that seems like such a, a minute thing, but I, I don't know. I see that as like being it's just like a big symbol of, like I said, that liberation thing. And, you know, she does that on her own, like when she finally is sort of getting more stable and like that's her decision and you know nobody else says anything about it and it's great and or i'm when, just like you I was, go i was gonna say like when she goes to see the movie with sullivan and like she he's mm-hmm. talking about how he hated it and like how she said she loved it and he's like ah, oh, mm-hmm. they're too emotional or something like that and she's like see you don't get it like you don't have that mm-hmm. emotional uh, sensitivity depth. yeah emotional sem- sensitivity which is true he doesn't he doesn't understand camille like at all like he he, he has an idea of camille but he doesn't know who camille is as a person mm-hmm. yeah yeah yes i think i oh. i feel like we've touched pretty much everything about this movie to be honest i mean in the abstract i mean like i don't imagine us going beat for beat on the plot mm-hmm. yeah it's a film that like again, like other Mia Hansen films, or at least <laughs> yes, it's like I said, only other, one other Mia Hansen film. But it's a film that you definitely have to feel more than anything. It's a film you feel mm-hmm. in, in it's, it's like experiential. It's a sensory overload. It's definitely like something in the ex- best experiential, <laughs> rather yeah. than a film with a clear cut story. I don't want to say like, oh god, that sounds pretentious. God, no, but it's not. I can completely get you. <laughs> It's a very good yeah. movie. Yeah. I give it a four out of five. I give it five bags of popcorn out of five bags of popcorn. Yes, yeah, four and a half like... bags of popcorn. <laughs> the meme is and back. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like one of my the favorite meme is movies. Back. So, you know. 
boy. Dylan, I think that you gave it, what, a 5 out of 5? Yeah, it's like my personal canon. Oh, damn. It's very yeah. booby core, body was, core, whatever. That was a very good movie, Dylan. Thanks for thanks for choosing that one, actually. That was thank, you, yeah, thank you, Dylan. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dylan. Five thumbs up for you. And for this next week's episode, uh, we're going to have Mark pick the next episode. Whoa! whoa. What, is, what is your pick, Mr. Mark? My pick? Yeah. Hold up! I wasn't prepared for this. I need. I, I have a speech. <laughs> oh, let, let me let me open Don't, up my mixtape. Death proof. Death All right, let's get a drum roll here, boys. Oh God! I swear he's gonna pick Godzilla, King of Monsters. <laughs> Godzilla, King of Monsters. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. I was like, oh God, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 1965's Yo-Yo, directed by Pierre Itex. Okay. okay. 1965 Yo-Yo it is, then. All right. I'm Googling. Uh, it's just it Lester is... Jack tattoo. 65. You know what, you know what Dylan? <laughs> you haven't even watched it. You did. I gave uh, your movie a chance. Give mine a chance, God damn it. All right. <laughs> It'll be interesting, because I've never heard I mean, of it. I've only given a chance since, cool. like, David Ehrlich gave it 5 out of 5. Did, did he, actually? I'm pretty sure he did. You're joking, right? This is clown, right? Let me find it. I'll just, I swear I'll... to God, Dylan. Now, no, no, Mark has to hate it. <laughs> Fuck! Now I gotta, now I gotta take it off of my no, favorite me, films of all don't, time. Don't go. Oh. I'm gonna find it. Fucking <laughs> get those. Reviews. Yeah, he did. Ah! <laughs> ah! Fuck off! No, I don't. I don't like oh, that. Hey, Mark. Look. Oh. <laughs> Stop your dick. You dick. Good movie either way. Even must if be, yeah, it must be him. like goat. Because David Ehrlich is never wrong. Never. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. Obviously, I just said it. Shut up. Stop. What a what... Leon? Can you explain what a uh, cram prank call is? To me? <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> God damn it! I knew you were gonna do this. I didn't think you'd do it now. Oh, what happened? Okay, so Quentin... Could this be like Urban Dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, no. <laughs> Let him explain it. Quentin, this Quentin... is the immediate context. <laughs> Motherfucker, I hate you, Quentin. So, back when I was like younger, probably middle school. Most seven definitely. years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah, so nearly a decade ago, I, I had a YouTube channel. And, uh, oh wait, no, oh, it's no. been nine or eight now. Okay, well, I, I won't name the channel. Um, Damn it, I will. No, don't. Oh no, <laughs> don't do it. it. No balls, no balls. No, he'll just edit it out. So I'll just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that they won't know it if you say it. Are you want me to say it then? Oh, can... we could spread the word. <laughs> we'll spread the word. We'll, we'll put it in Metro. You literally we'll hold my fate in, in your hands. Put it in announcements or something. Oh, fuck. We'll see. We'll you see. hold my fate in your hand. <laughs> so it's really cringy. I haven't gone back to those videos for a reason. But they were me. There were videos of me doing Let's Plays, and there were videos of me doing prank calls. Because that's what I oh, thought no. was funny at the time. And oh, they're, no. they're fucking the awful. <laughs> they're fucking terrible. <laughs> I would prefer that they never exist or that they can't be found. Do you oh, not know how to delete your account? I know. I I forgot that they even existed. Quentin found them. Quentin went through the archives <laughs> found and them. found them. 
<laughs> he went through the Ark. He went to the Smithsonian. Well, I guess you do have Let's Plays on here. Yes, they do have Let's Plays. Oh my gosh. Minecraft Let's, Let's Plays. Because of the prank call. I'm here for the prank calls. Minecraft Let's Plays, and I also did old NES Let's Plays, but I don't think I had a mic. You don't have any Minecraft. You deleted all the Minecraft, but what, a 45-second video? <laughs> Oh my god. But you do have Little Mac, or, um, what's that game called? Uh, uh Punch Out? Punch Out. You yeah. Have that. I have a Punch Out video, I guess. I didn't it's even know Super that I had. Mario. Wow, yeah. Okay, I respect. I didn't know that I had those videos still up on the internet. Why would you delete them? That's just history. That's why I still <laughs> have that one Minecraft channel. Oh my That's god. That's how I found them. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Because Quentin and I, back in the day, used to make Minecraft Let's Plays. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait, oh my god. I don't know. I, I, I have remember. all those deleted off of my channel. He's we, like sweating over there. I can. I know. He's sweating. like, fuck. I, fuck. I am, I'm desperately searching. <laughs> he's trying to turn it off. He's trying to find where it is. I changed the password. You can't, you, can't, you can't delete him now. Oh, oh no. no. He probably lost his oh, password. He locked me out of my own account. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, he man. did it. He did it to him. Why That's... don't you have any videos on your more recent channel? Oh wait, I guess this isn't your more recent channel. Never mind. Oh, my newest, my my actual channel that I use, the Leon Dion channel. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking about a different one. Oh yeah. Well, I one mean the Leon Dion channel. My YouTube channel is pretty much just whenever I feel like uploading. So I don't have yeah, any no, projects planned. Yeah, subscribe to it. I don't I have, watch it. Yeah, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have anything planned necessarily. Kidding, I don't watch it. Oh, that's that's okay. It's mostly just shit posts. It's, it's your shit post channel, right? Yeah. It's pretty much shit posts. I, I saw I saw six nine celebrates. I saw that. <laughs> I saw the, oh god, uh, my masterwork, I must say, the masterpiece. This is masterpiece. Six nine celebrates. What a great video. What a what a great video. And once I learn After Effects, I'll I'll get fucking crazy. I promise. He's gonna get fucking. He's gonna get litty as fuck. Yeah. But uh, looking down now, I see that we've been recording for about almost two out two and a half hours. Jesus. Yeah, two hours oh. and fifteen or two hours and twelve minutes now. Oh, good lord! Good luck with editing this. I'm oh, so sorry. Oh God, Leon. That'll be all right. I can edit it down. Um, oh, you deleted the video. He's gonna make it a fifty-minute presentation uh, 50. here with his. He's gonna delete everything package. involving his channel. <laughs> oh no! It's still here. <laughs> No, oh, no! No! Don't oh, do no. it! No! Oh, you, no! Don't do this! Oh, no, no! No! Don't do this! He doesn't, Leon. No! Don't you do it! it. Don't do it to me! Do it to him! No! Don't I, do it to I, me! I, I put your three seconds in there. Uh, he, he did it. I didn't even get your voice yet. I know. That's the thing. I don't want my voice to be heard. He doesn't want yet. the voice in there. Let's see. I'll jump to four minutes and no, no. for two seconds. I'm gonna be oh, no. right now. I'm gonna listen. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> I I I remember exactly how I recorded that. I had a Nickelodeon laptop, and I fucking took one of my flip phone speakers right up to the webcam mic. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, you have a Mega Man background, Mega Man Three, I think. Because <laughs> yeah. I was he's crying. crying man. Like, he's actually like crying sound? right now. Uh, no, they you, you literally. How did I do what? Did you use like sound, like the soundboard effects to do your prank calls? No, nope. like, I just <laughs> literally just. 
I know it's a he's on like Windows XP or something. Oh gosh, I res- I give respect. I've I've spent way too much of my time like listening to, or just like watching prank call videos on YouTube, and it's always like stupid ass like Doctor Phil soundboards. And <laughs> uh, wait, 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 Jack Black. Anthony, like, you have a. Oh, sorry. I was no, what? go ahead. You have a folder on your laptop from 2011 it says smosh 2011 and it's a full okay this is epic we finally broke we finally broke him ah oh, fuck you found me you found my old i literally <laughs> spent seven this. i spent so much time trying to hide it <laughs> i feel so deflated now i genuinely feel deflated you know, I didn't even. I found my other channel that I was looking for to find this. The classic. I know the classic what? channel. The one. I just heard in my headphone. Oh, it's because I clicked on it. The one that we say all the time. The Swift Minecraft? No. No, QDoc 1477 Gaming. Oh, I still use that channel. It has my CSGO compilation. It's the only thing I have on that. CSGO compilation. Yeah, we yeah, used to like record. Four year old. We used to record right. Minecraft videos on that channel. Oh yeah, gosh. Oh. Those are gone to the sands of time. Dylan, you remember our Minecraft Let's Play? What? Do you remember our Minecraft Let's Play? You guys talked about Minecraft while Mark played it? Yeah. <laughs> My Minecraft Let's Play? Your mi- <laughs> no, because I, like, I never- I don't even play Minecraft. I play Minecraft. Yeah, but it's like, I'm not playing with you. Yeah, I don't exist. <laughs> 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 oh, why did Let's Play it? You dick! Come on, when are we gonna play right now? Let's come on! I'll start the world right like now. Little kids. I'm gonna wind you <laughs> down. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> he told me he was like, "Yeah, I don't like Minecraft." I was like, "Why?" He was just like, "Oh, like it's like too many." <laughs> Smosh. It's like there's no story. <laughs> there's no story. It's like there's too no many opportunities. There's like no way to just play it vanilla, and I hate it. I was like, Wait. "What the fuck, you bitch?" <laughs> you milk toast motherfucker. Well, that's right. that's another episode, ain't it, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Bigger, badder, this longer, is... and uncut, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> this will most definitely be edited at some point, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you're going to edit out that whole last point. That whole last point. Your, yeah, you boy, you better not. I, I won't. You should edit out the better not. I better not. Yeah, that, that was so good. I'll, I'll leave it in. <laughs> We talk about how like we all get really, really like heated more about fast food than movies. I love that. We got yeah, we got super heated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, next oh time. so we don't have any letters or anything like that. Though I now have yeah. the Google set up, uh, the email that you can write us at. We are metrocast88 at gmail.com. You can write us and send us letters there. We'd be happy to read them. Uh, anything like that, I would love to read. We also have a Twitter account. Also, uh, I believe it's just Met- the Metrocast or Metrocast One. Metrocast uh, One. Yes, Metrocast Met- One. Uh huh. Yes, it is Metrocast One. Our DMs are open. You can also just ask uh, us any questions on there. Uh, feel free to engage with us uh, on that web page. I mean, I- I'm sure some of one of us is going to be on it at some point throughout the day. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, we're always open for audience engagement. We look forward to reading anything like that. I look forward to reading anything like that. And I'm sure everyone else here looks forward to reading any sort of comment. Everyone except Dylan. <laughs> what? D- Dylan loves his comments. <laughs> Dylan does... Dylan? 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 Dylan, I like it. Yeah, Dylan. Booby? Booby. Booby. 
<laughs> but my parents already got my names mixed up with my brother enough as it is. Oh no. Oh no. Wait, your oh. brother's name's Booby? No, it's Devin. <laughs> no, really? Are you serious? Devin and Dylan, I love it. De That's so confusing. I couldn't blame them. And then Dylan. <laughs> hey, I'm Leon Dion. I'm Meredith. Oh, I'm I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dylan, you got it! Come on, Dylan! And I'm Bobby. <laughs> All right. that's a great way to end the episode i'm gonna I'm it is. bye quits it. All right, thanks everybody bye.